Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. How's everybody doing? Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Ahí estaba, en el centro. Hoyo de gloria. Have you scanned your MVP card? Breakfast was three eggs, scrambled light with grits and extra crispy bacon. Clip, what's up? It's Brian. I know, Clip, but people are looking for you to sprinkle your magic fairy dust on this whole thing and make it all better. Let's get to that conversation now. Here is uh, that. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Coming to you on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We're on 1250, 930 online, PR927FM.com. And be a part of the show. Join us on Facebook Live and YouTube. Make sure you are subscribed. Give us a like. And roll on with us the next three hours here on Pirate Radio Live. Coming up on the show, we will talk to Green Bay Packers fan Mike Mullis after his pack took down the boys in a big way on Sunday. We'll talk a little NFL playoffs nearing the ECU uh, baseball season, college baseball. So we'll talk a little baseball as well and more with Mully coming up at 4 o'clock. Bryce Williams joins us in hour number three of today's show. And uh, we will talk to Bryce. I believe uh, Bryce said we might be getting the captain back on soon. Shane Carter. I think next week Shane's going to join us when we talk to Bryce. As uh, he is fired up about this East Carolina offseason and what East Carolina has been able to bring in after a down 2023 but uh we'll talk to bryce today we got shirley Rhodes here we've got boy that we are going to run smooth today we've got ecu's best and brightest joining us intern alex intern delaney intern zach all here so if i go down no problem one of them will take over the show and we got coach mac who joins us here inside the pirate radio studios to kick off a tuesday edition of pirate radio live coach mac how are we I'm good. I'm good. I had my first week without a game last week, and uh, I guess I've had. I'm on a run here of of consecutive Tuesdays. I know. I, I've got a longer streak than you do. Uh, you know, thanks to your uh, crud that you had for a little bit, and a longer streak than uh, Gonzaga in the top twenty-five. Yeah, that's, that's what right. Talked about for sure. Uh, yeah. So when are you back at it on the mic? Uh, actually, I do a game Thursday, Virginia Tech women at uh, Duke. And then, uh, then I've got Georgia Tech, Virginia Tech on television the next Thursday. Then I've got, I've got. A, I actually picked up a CBS Sports game. I've got uh, Elon at North Carolina A and T on CBS Sports. All right, uh, I'll tune into uh, that one. A little linear action, little little television action. You don't have to. You don't have to play pay for the subscription that you were too cheap to pay for. Um, I got several subscriptions, Coach, <laughs> including Peacock, which is how I watched the NFL game this week. Yeah, yeah, there were a bunch of old folks scrambling for that. No doubt, no doubt. Um, so you're going to Cameron. I am. Yeah, I do. And we do. We call the game. Uh, it'll be on radio, and we'll call it from the crow's nest, which is fun. I remember that they showed that TV shot a lot back in the day of Dick yeah. Vitale up there. Yeah. The, uh, so what is? What are your favorite uh, arenas you have called? Which you will we'll go coached as well. Favorite places you've coached slash called a game. Um, number one would have to be the Palestra. 
the palestra the palestra is unbelievable i mean and, and it's old and it's not nice and and all this but just walking around the concourse of the palestra is a history lesson in college and pro basketball because the the you know the 76ers used to play there i mean it was it was something back in the day and uh uh still all the big five teams played there yeah. uh, you know originally and uh just the so much history in that building the uh, almost anybody who's anybody has played and or coached in that building, so uh, that's that would be my number one place for sure. Uh, gosh, I, you know, Cameron is right there in the in the mix though, because just because of the history of the building and the uniqueness of the building and that kind of thing, and probably I haven't coached or called a game in Fog. I've been to Fog Allen, but uh, that would probably be you know uh, on the list that I'd done. Most of those things but of a place i've coached or whatever rup rup probably is you know for a guy for a, for a building that's a little bit bland uh it's still special it's yeah. still special i ever coached at what's it called hinkle uh butler is that what it's yeah called? i've not coached or called yeah. a game at hinkle i've been to hinkle uh just stopped by there just to say i went there but uh yeah that was pretty much it. that's a pretty big treat and kind of sacrilegious but i mean reynolds I, I like little i like smaller arenas how about reynolds you coached in there i i or, have coached and yeah. um and called multiple women's games, games there women's games there and the way they've got it set up for the women right now i think is just one of the best in the country and it's small it's only 30 some hundred i think it might be as much as four but the way it's set up and the way they've shut you know shaped the building and the the lighting the video the 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 sound in that building it is a great home court advantage and of course uh westmore their coach is a good friend and they uh they've got things going i think their number i think they slipped from number three to number four after they lost uh in blacksburg um sunday a week ago westmore coach uh, at east carolina for about two minutes he did yeah Yeah. well actually uh actually overnight he um he he had the press conference went to dinner and then i picked him up at the hilton at about six o'clock and he was done in the morning did you do it uh yeah coach holland said (laughs) he said he said i i don't think i could do this you're gonna have oh i was joking that you're the one that made him leave east carolina no i didn't make him leave but you Uh, were the one that had to pick him up and what and take him to the airport he Man. and his wife who's from jamesville and yeah. uh you know and was she was in the back seat crying the whole way she was not happy and that he was leaving it's worked out pretty well I for him say, i guess he made the right call <laughs> um jamie i i've looked at that game jamie's the indiana fan he says assembly hall will be rocking tonight they play Purdue. i have coached in there and actually coached to uh, tell jamie i i coached uh, i was an assistant coach but uh we played the 1976 team that went undefeated Ooh. How'd that go for you? Not so well. Yeah. 101 to 74, but it could have been 101 to 4 if they had wanted it to be. Who was uh, who was on that this, team? The whole team, I can tell you. Quinn Buckter, uh, Wilkerson, Abernathy, May, and Benson was the starting five. All right. So you do remember that one quite well. Uh, 100%. We had beaten Oregon the night before by about 40, and they had Greg Ballard, Greg Lee, and uh, gosh, I think can't think of Ballard's name. Ron Lee and Greg Ballard, two All-Americans, and we had beat the devil out of them, and we thought we were going to be, and we were pretty good. We were a top 20 team, but we had nothing for Indiana. Nothing. Nothing. 
Um, Eric, and we'll talk some football, Eric, says uh, things can't get any worse for the Panthers. Baker Mayfield reminded them it wasn't him, it was you. <laughs> C.J. Stroud is looking impeccable. And by the way, you're not drafting in the first round. Hmm. <laughs> Sorry, Panther fans. Sorry, Sean Shondler. Uh, Eric also says, Jamesville, Miss Linda Moore and her family are great people. Yes, they are. Family. Yes, they are. Sister still works right out here at the hospital. All right. Um, Mac, we'll hit a lot of topics today. You've got a list of questions. I love your questions. Sometimes I like answering questions or attempting to rather than asking them. Uh, but does anybody want to hear a slight to East Carolina to kick off today's show? A slight? A slight. A uh, uh quip a bar but i don't know why would we stir up that pot um <laughs> i feel like this it, has, was that asked and answered all at the same time this has been done several times uh rex ryan did it years ago but didn't somebody do it a long time ago was it bobby bowden or it was an older coach who referenced east carolina in this way but this is uh some guy named steak shapiro in atlanta uh, Steak Shapiro. I mean, he is the founder, host of Atlanta Eats, host 92.9 The Game Food Network personality. Dang. SEC football. Um, he but might be my hero. Here he is. Well, let's see, let's see if he still is uh, after this. So this is him talking about Atlanta fans and the way they're reacting to the name Bill Belichick. Here we go. Did the Falcons just interview slappy mcgillicuddy because i thought they interviewed bill belichick but if you listen to the fans of atlanta they think they're talking to the linebacker coach at east carolina um <laughs> they're talking to a nine-time Ooh. super bowl champion. <laughs> what do you think coach Ooh, just randomly and now of course and and you know pirate nation will get after you so he's received a, a lot of uh bite back on that and he said bro i love the pirates uh chill out it's a little comedy you know all that stuff so yeah. uh steak shapiro using the old east carolina of all the schools you could have said <laughs> you had to say east carolina uh by the way that that would be blake harrell who uh probably got some calls this offseason yeah. i would imagine yeah. to be a head coach uh somewhere yeah, that was in a college faux, football little faux pas on his part not the first time it's happened uh, i thought buddy ryan did it back in the day and maybe he did but when i googled that um i found that rex ryan had taken a jab at the pirates in fact afterwards took a picture wearing an ecu shirt holding up uh, number one um he said, you got to win. I don't care if we're playing East Carolina. You want to win. There's no question about it. <laughs> um, and then Rex Ryan, East Carolina Athletics Director Jeff Comfer promptly sent Ryan an East Carolina shirt. And Ryan put on the shirt and uh, raised a finger. So he crabbed on ECU and got a free shirt out of it. Yeah. Not I, bad. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't have been surprised if it was Buddy Ryan because he pretty much offended everybody. Yeah, he just went down the whole list alphabetically and got to East Carolina one day. Uh, so there you go. And and I guess we can parlay that into uh, talking Bill Belichick. You and Alex Harper had a conversation Yeah, uh, before the show. Alex uh, wasn't too high on my man Belichick. Alex says... Well, I'll let him speak in his own words. Hey, Harb, what do you think Bill Belichick should do? Because I love saying what we think grown adults should do. Sure. That's great. I think, uh, think he should stay at home. Stay at home. Stay away. 
Well, he doesn't have that lovely lady friend anymore, although he might have another one. But his longtime lady friend and him broke up. Really? Yeah. Oh. So I, I don't know what he's got going on. Uh, probably he wants to go to the office then, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Somebody's office. Uh, you, why? Why do you think he should hang it up? What is he? He's 72. Three out of four losing seasons without Brady. I just think the more you go on for Belichick, the worse is the more dense in his legacy happen. I feel like literally unless you win the Super Bowl, there is no positive for Belichick to come back. And then from the team's perspective, you hire Belichick, how long do you get Belichick for? Being 72, maybe you're being get 2 to 3 seasons out of him if you're being generous. And then you got to do the whole coaching search all over again. So if I were if I were an owner, I would just I would just stay away from that. Me personally, just for would accuracy. You, would you throw drinks on people? No, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> okay, good. Drinks are too expensive now. Which I guess if I'm an owner, it don't really matter to me. Just for but, accuracy, uh, accuracy sake, he is 71. He'll be 72 in April. So he'll get four years instead of three. There you go. Yeah, he'll be 72 the next time he coaches a football game if he decides to. Coach Mack? Yeah, I, I, Alex and I disagree on this because there is no three-year plan, four-year plan, five-year plan. There is no plan. You win next year. You want to have the best coach you can have, whether it's one year, two years, three years. And if he comes and wins and leaves and you got to find somebody new, that's great. If he comes and loses, that's a whole other story. And he might lose. You might be right about that. But I, I like his track record. Cass said he wants um, Don Shula's all-time wins record. How far is he back? I will look that up right now. Clip is a professional Googler. Also, Redbeard said it was Buddy Ryan who said there were no East Carolinas in the NFL. I I thought I remembered that. I didn't know the exact quote. All (laughs) right. Don Shula, 328 wins. Bill Belichick, 302. Ooh. So he's going to need four years. Some good years. Yeah. In there. Ten. You know, he could have... Three ten win seasons would get him there, but that's asking a lot, you know. And he's interviewing for the Atlanta job, correct? Yeah. <laughs> it ain't even like the cupboard is stocked in Atlanta. You're gonna True. have to do a full overhaul of that place. But well, I mean, they did just win what eight games, seven games, whatever, and they weren't good, and they had no quarterback. They play in the Panthers division. Exactly, where you can win games. We just saw an NFC South team win a playoff game last night. By the way, do any more NFC East teams play tonight? Because I would love to watch another one lose. This has been a great 48 hours for me. This has been the <laughs> if you, best. If you, if you can't have a winning team, at least you can pull against your opponents. This has been the best like postseason for Washington football fans since 1992. When Ernest Biner was hoisting a Super Bowl trophy. This has been fantastic. (laughs) I'll take this every year. There are a lot of sad Cowboy fans around for sure. Ah, man. It's Big Glenn in there. We got, we have to talk, uh, you know, series streaming. We got to, we got to do a little bit of that during the show. I stumbled on the worst streaming series I've ever seen and I cannot stop watching it. What is it? Uh, gosh, uh, (laughs) Gravesend. 
What's it on? It's a it's on Netflix, and it's about the mafia, which it's really hard to mess up a mafia thing. Yeah. But not only does it have the worst acting I've ever seen in anything, it also has the worst music. I've watched nine episodes so far, and they've played two songs that I know that are decent. Not one other song have I even recognized in the thing. Even the the uh, the title song is just awful. It's it's basically we come from Brooklyn. We come from Brooklyn, baby. We come from Brooklyn. <laughs> it's awful. And that's that sounds better than the show's song itself. I'm seeing 53% on Rotten Tomatoes, Coach. 53%. They're lying their tail off. So why? Are, but you can't stop watching it? No, I've got to see it through. I've got to see it because it only went two seasons. It went one season of four episodes and then one of like 10. And I can't, I, I've got to get to the end of it to see how it finishes. So why, how'd you land on this show? Uh, because it was the Mafia and, and it, yeah. it was late at night and I turned it on. Okay. Did you watch uh, True Detective over uh, the weekend? I have not, but uh, but it's it's on the to-do list for yeah. sure. It's, uh, I, I'm hearing good things. It's got me intrigued. I'm looking forward to seeing what where it goes from here. So, uh, all right, a little TV talk. Maybe we'll get back to that before the, uh, <laughs> the end of the show. Um, Mike P says, does Coach Mac like Biggie? Seems like a remix Biggie song for that theme song. Um, Coach Mac, where do you stand on uh, rap music? Um, I, I don't. <laughs> you sit. Don't stand on it at all. What do you? Uh, what are your musical interests? I have. I have a former player who was Biggie's uh, bodyguard. No, no, no. Yeah, one hundred percent. Wait, yeah. I thought it was Tupac. No, no, he was there when Tupac got killed. Because <laughs> you told me about this. Because he was Biggie's. He was Biggie's uh, bodyguard. A former player at where? Chattanooga. At Chattanooga. Yeah. Who wrote a book? Yes. All right. Do you want to plug it or? No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Maybe we shouldn't talk about that. Uh, so that is Coach Mac's relationship to rap music. He's uh, he's actually pretty close to it, actually. Closer so, than I need to be. Um, we You listen to talk radio a lot right a lot yeah um if you are to put on a tune what would you put on oh uh, so, you know oh, 60s 70s and country all right fair enough um all right we talked belichick How, did you watch any playoff games this weekend i tried to but they were all blowouts bad game and the and the one that wasn't a blowout i had a conflict that i had to watch something else at that time uh that was rams lines that sunday right. night yep. and that was a great game and hopefully these games are going to be good this week, but they are not sexy matchups at all. Alex, do you agree with me? So you've got Texans, Ravens, and the Ravens are nine-point favorites. You've got Niners, Packers, and the Niners are nine-and-a-half-point favorites. But those are Saturday's games. Could be slaughters. I'm not looking yeah, forward to be. either one of them. I think I the probably, Texans have a shot. I think the Packers uh, the don't have a shot. I'm not going to lie. I probably will not be viewing either of those. If Keaton Mitchell had not exploded his knee, unfortunately, I would be watching the Ravens, and I would be pulling for Keaton to get 500 yards and five touchdowns. But, yeah, I'm All with right. you. I don't think it's going to be a good matchup. So we're this is like a 4.30 to midnight window. What are you going to be doing instead of watching these games? Like what? I mean, it's a little personal. Hey, it kind of is, but I want to know what a football player does 
instead of watch playoff football. Dude, I don't even know. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let play, me know when you know. Play Fortnite, probably. Kids these or days. Rocket League. Rocket League is fun. Rocket League is very fun. I got into that over uh, COVID, I think. It was really fun. All right. Uh, Sunday, Bucks at Lions. Not excited at all for that one. And I'll I'll jump on board for Chiefs Bills. You watch where that is one, that? Coach? Where is that? Finally, it is in Buffalo. Yeah. It's been in Kansas City all the... Uh, yeah, that would be fun. That one is 6.30 Sunday on CBS. So that is your uh, NFL schedule for the weekend. Let's take a break. Uh, last week, we got to talking about hypothetically if if nick saban retired what alabama would look like and then the very next day he did indeed step down things have happened since we last talked a lot so uh we'll go over some of that we got max questions and uh your questions and comments as well on youtube facebook live you can join us on the show more to go pirate radio live back with you after these words listening to hour one of pirate radio live this hour is brought to you by pirate water get ready to party pirates go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure 21 and older only pirate water why be yourself when you can be a pirate now back to the show Welcome back. Brown and Wood is your home of the best selection of GMC, Cadillac, Buick, and Mazda in eastern North Carolina since 1937. You can shop their entire inventory online at brownandwoodauto.com or visit them on Greenville Boulevard. Brown and Wood, Greenville's number one dealership and the home of the lifetime powertrain warranty. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you on Pirate Radio Live. So, uh, ECU men's basketball tweeted out it's time to paint it black wednesday night at mng's coliseum with a graphic of the players wearing white uniforms that's interesting uh but intern zach will be front and center mng's maniacs uh getting it loud pirates need to bounce back playing north texas coach are you aware of north texas basketball mean green uh i've done many games in denton texas they won the nit last year and uh mac mccausland was the coach and he's moved on to texas tech who's better at coaching mac mccarthy or mac mccausland uh today mac mccausland because clearly i'm out of control here (laughs) can't coach you guys at all pirates uh and north texas coming up seven o'clock Minji's coliseum on wednesday night we'll get you ready for that one coming up tomorrow uh chan is here what's up chan what's up fellas what's up fellas what's up, fellas how you doing I'm good man how about you hey coach mac how you doing chan you didn't let chan. me answer and you didn't let coach mac answer i'm doing okay i'm the worst for that i know it's yeah. like you don't even really care i do but i'm just too quick do you uh how do you greet someone coach mac do you say how you doing what's up what's up yeah pretty much what's up i'm a big how are we doing how are we doing? Good. Hope you are. <laughs> <laughs> but we really don't care when we ask somebody how they're doing. It's just a, 
a phrase we say because we're comfortable with it. I actually do care. You do not. I do. Genuinely. Like yeah. if I said, I'm doing awful. I'm doing What awful. would be your response to that? What's up? <laughs> and round and round we go. I think it's more of a common courtesy nowadays as as opposed to someone being genuinely interested on how you feel. Sure. You know, and this is the only place. The reason I said it the way I said it to uh, Chandler uh, is that this is the first place I've ever been where you, when someone says, how you doing? The answer is, I'm good. Hope you are. Mm-hmm. That's that's a standard Eastern Carolina response, which okay. I, I like that. Okay. I like that. All right. What were you hearing before Eastern North Carolina? Usually just fine, but but you know I'm fine. Hope you are is a, is a great response. Even better. I had a, I talked about this on the show a while back, and we've got uh, young Delaney here. Delaney, if I were to say thank you, what would you respond back? I'm a, I, thank you, Delaney. <laughs> okay um i hear a lot of the younger generation say no worries no problem i hear no worries do you say no worries you say no worries don't you i no i say the no problem no, no problem, problem. Yeah. okay no problem is kind of older i think than no worries i, I mix in no problem with your welcome like yeah. i kind of alternate between the two i've and if you go to a certain restaurant that doesn't advertise with us, but if you say thank you, they say my pleasure. They don't say it any other way. Correct. Which is a little odd. And when they don't say it, I, I, call them out. I complain. Like I'm like, I call them out. Was that your pleasure? Well, I don't yeah. call them out, but I still, it, like, it makes me feel a little I uncomfortable. I say, say the thing. Say the thing. I like the, how about a, you got it? Oh. Like if, if I hold the door, somebody says thank you, you got it. Is that okay? That's, that's very a, dominant, I feel like. It's a you, ball. You got it. It's a boss move. Very boss move. I don't I think so. I'm just all right. Anyway, moving on. Don't sweat it. Uh I think it's a snarky way of saying, Yeah, you better say something back to me. I opened the door for you. Y'all are reading a lot into this. Yes. Maybe I should That's our job. Maybe I shouldn't say it anymore then. Maybe I'll just go with your welcome. I mean, don't sweat it is not a good one because you're telling someone what to do. <laughs> don't sweat it. Don't tell me what to do. Mike P says, sometimes I say, sure thing. I've heard that before. I, I just kind of lump it in with, like, no problem. or. Fair enough. Chandler, we'll get to you and what we need to talk about when Molly's here. Or maybe by, oh, maybe course. at the end of this hour. Just so Coach Mack can pile on if he, if he feels the need to. Um, I want to hear some of your questions, Coach. Well, you know, they're not uh, earth-shattering, and they are very random. They go, they cover a multitude of subjects. But uh, we can start out with De- your your opinion. Was DeBoer a good hire for Alabama? <laughs> it was an interesting hire because it was outside the family, and he has no ties to the SEC or any, anybody down there. Tie? Dang. Tie? Tie? They hadn't really hired in the family. Saban wasn't in the family. True. And that turned out better than anything they've ever done. Yeah. But he's been there so long that I mean, and now looking back at some of their hires, Mike Price, I guess. So Alabama's kind of always gone outside the box. No, they went They went Ray Perkins, who was inside the family. He was an Alabama player. Sorry, I, I was not alive for that. Uh, maybe. Uh, yeah, you, I guess I you I probably were. was. I guess you were. Uh, but they also... Uh, 
Gene Stallings is Gene the first Stallings coach I remember in, at Alabama. He was sort of in the family, um, you know, because of the Texas A&M connection and Bear Bryant connection and all that kind of thing. But, Sounds like uh, the mafia. Uh, but yeah, the Mike Price, uh, Francione, Mike Shula, none of them were were in the family, and and Saban wasn't in the family. And there's been a big power struggle, and it's going to be really interesting to see if uh, the the new AD Mal Moore had to stand in front of all the boosters and protect Saban and let him get going and do everything his way. It'll be interesting to see if uh, Byrne, the AD, will do the same thing for Kalen DeBoer. Was DeBoer their first choice DeBoer I think was the only choice so all the uh, I think everything else was smoke even Dan Lanning even Lanning had a video ready to go saying he wasn't interested before the job opened I used to do that in high school I tell girls that I wasn't going to date them when they didn't want to date me anyway but just to go ahead and get it out That's there. It. We're going to call that a clip from now on. <laughs> clip move. We did go down the Nick Saban coaching tree, and yeah. there was only like two or three coaches on that list, and Dan Lanning was one of them. Kalen DeBoer was not even on that list because he's not in the family. He was the only one that made any sense because they Lanning was— The only one that made sense. Lanning was Lanning was never coming because— Why not? Because Phil Knight money. He, uh, he has more than anything. Uh— Can I ask a question real quick? If they weren't going to the Big Ten and the Pac-12 was still a thing, would he go to Alabama? That's uh, that's a decent question. Hey, that's the biggest compliment you've ever given me. Appreciate that. That's one more than you've given me. So (laughs) whatever you got going on over there. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. No, you know, obviously Kirby Smart wasn't going. No, Norvell okay. was Norvell was never going to be acceptable. Sarkeesian was never leaving Texas. I agree. Um, the yeah. guy at uh, the Alabama grad, who's the coach of the Texans, wasn't going to leave the NFL. Did uh, we say Dabo? Dabo. But Dabo he would was have to get Dabo, serious about NIL. You couldn't. No, you could not. You could not hire Dabo with, with his with his relationship with NIL and right. the portal. More the portal even more than NIL. You could not hire Dabo Sweeney. That would have been a revolt so the only college coach you could hire that with with any cred would be DeBoer name another one and I'll tell you why they couldn't hire him that uh, you can't hire uh, Kiffin because Saban yeah. Saban doesn't want it. he he fired him between the uh, semifinal game and the championship game Sarkeesian he mentioned him and it's the I told so you Texas is a better Texas. job yeah and that's, I mean, that's who I said on the list. I was like, Steve Sarkeesian could be that guy. And you immediately were like, why would he leave Texas? Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly. <laughs> we're going to leave Brian Kelly. He would make everybody mad the first day. Josh Heupel. Hadn't done enough. No, I mean, I agree. I Like, we've he was the only, down the he list He was the here. only one. He okay. was the only choice. Has he done enough? Well, he's lost 12 games in like 16 years or something crazy like that. But uh, no, it's been at different levels, and you can you can make the case that he hasn't. But uh, he's he's the only one you could get that has cred. Do you know what's the um, what would you say, Coach Mack, is the approval rating from the Alabama fan base of this hire? Oh, I, th- I think pretty good. I think yeah. I think north of 80. Okay, all right. Next question. No, ask the trainer. <laughs> Mike Dicker reference. Uh, will Will Milro be the quarterback at Alabama next year? Mm. He 
<laughs> the way you ask it you want me to say i feel like i should say no i don't care what you say but i'm gonna say it's your opinion i'm gonna say yes you don't know he has a great skill set not the skill set that that uh right. DeBoer coached this year yeah. uh completely different and rogers from mississippi state had committed to washington he's already back in the portal does he come to alabama was is he that good he holds the all-time passing record for the sec but again i think a wise man mac mccarthy said he played he played in the mike leach offense yeah he did so there's a reason but was he that good without mike leach this past year uh he was not yeah i give me milrow over will rogers okay interesting interesting okay who replaces this might be too easy who replaces harbaugh at michigan too easy, huh? Jawan Howard goes and coaches football. Jawan Howard. Did you see the Fab Five at, uh, at, the, at the game yesterday for uh, Michigan? Yeah. First time they have been together in that building since they were all sophomores, I guess. Had wow. a big falling out, right? Yep. Um, uh, who's the obvious person? I, I'm, I don't know. Sheryl Moore. Oh, just stay. Yeah, stay the offensive out. coordinator, the guy that took over when he was suspended. Yeah, the guy that coached six that, games. That, that cried after yeah. the, the Penn State game. Actually, he didn't coach six games because they split up the first three. But he coached the last three. Um, I feel like I don't know. I feel like if they did that, they would fall off. I've I've just seen too many like stay. I, I guess I think about uh, Stewart at West Virginia when they gave him the job. Yeah. And they immediately just completely fell off. In-house hires. Including getting crushed here at Dottie Ficklin Stadium. Um, all right. Well, I guess he's the obvious guy. I don't have an answer of who they would get. Yeah, I don't, I don't know either. I, you know, I'm, you know, especially now, uh, you know, DeBoer would have been the the choice because he had a little history with the, you know, that region and everything. What's the timeline, Coach, on jim harbaugh like when will we know do you think i don't know that's the thing about the nfl there's no recruiting deadline there's no transfer portal deadline uh they're gonna they're gonna get it right uh, the chargers have already interviewed him others have expressed interest apparently uh, we talked about this with jason nichols yesterday the college uh coaching carousel moves at warp speed the nfl that, uh, yeah, but it's but it's all based on recruiting and and then maintaining yeah. your roster and everything else. The you know the Alabama hire was forty eight hours. That's uh, that's pretty impressive. But that ought to be a lesson to ads everywhere. You don't fire a coach or replace a coach. You've got to have someone in mind. That has to be priority number one. That I guarantee you, uh, Byrne knew exactly who he was going to get and how he was going to go about it. That's how you. That's how you replace somebody. Yeah. Well, I feel like we did that when we brought in Mike Houston. We certainly didn't do that the time before. Exactly. When we ended up with Scotty Montgomery. That might have been the reference I was talking about. So right. was the interview process that quick for Washington? There's no interview process. They just went out and said, hey, this is who we need. This is what we want. They already know these people. Well, Jason was talking about the the only connection was the agent, right? Sexton. Sex, Jimmy yeah. Sexton. Yeah. yeah. Who is the kingmaker. Apparently dominates the world. Oh, he right got, he got, so many of his clients got raises this last week. It's unbelievable. Extensions and raises. Next question. <laughs> All right. Uh, what, what's going to be the final record for ECU men's and women's basketball teams? Uh, one's nine and six one's nine and eight 
Um, I'm worried about the women's because of score. the injuries. I I didn't uh, watch a single play of how they lost the other day, but uh, losing about that much to Tulane is worrisome, and I just wonder if uh, the injuries catch up. So, first of all, I got to count how many games we got left. Can I do that real quick? Fourteen uh, for the. Uh for the women, 14, I think. Okay. 14. Maybe it's the men, it's 14. I counted one of them. So I'm going to go 6 and 8, and they finish 15 and 14. Okay. For the men's? 15 and 14? Probably. Uh, so they are currently 9 and 8. I don't know. I, I don't feel great about tomorrow night. Then they got two road games. And then we can sweep Temple. So that's one and three. And beat South Florida. That's two and three. I'm losing Charlotte. Uh, you need a number? Number, yeah. You, are we saying we got 14 left? There'll be 29, so okay yeah i'm gonna say we well that would put us at 12 left yeah maybe they played in a multi-team event yeah they did so that's two more um yeah give me let's see if there's 14 left i'll say they go five and nine putting us at 14 and 17 wow interesting all right on everybody's mind, how many days till baseball? Thirty something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not really super down on basketball. Like SMU is really good. That was the best yeah. team we played so far this year. Really, I think FAU, South Florida, uh, South Carolina, Florida. I'll take SMU against them. Hmm. FAU is better, but they're not. They weren't playing very well at that point in time. Um. So, yeah, I, I still think there's wins on the schedule. If it wasn't for gambling, would you follow the NFL? Yeah. Sean? Yes. But not not as maybe intently as I do. But, like, before I gambled, I loved the NFL. I love Sundays. You know, before I even knew what gambling was. But now, there's fantasy, there's that's gambling yeah yeah yeah. there's uh pick them there's the actual gambling so yeah i see what you're saying yeah but yeah i still would i think what what percentage of folks do you think would not be nfl fans if it wasn't for the gambling well diehard nfl fans there's still there's a ton of diehard nfl fans out there yeah now there are other sports um, nba and uh, baseball other than the Braves that I won't watch unless you've got money on <laughs> yeah I, I don't have much interest in alright we'll get back to your questions in a moment alright good questions coach I've got more good ones we can talk about it later time to go to break <laughs> that's a good producer right there man <laughs> back with you Pirate Radio Live on a Tuesday after this
You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Are you in outside sales and looking for an opportunity to increase your earning potential? Copy Pro has been in Eastern North Carolina for over 45 years and continues to grow each year, and they are in need of more sales professionals with a desire to potentially make a six-figure income. Do you have what it takes? Visit copypro.net today to submit your resume and to learn more. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. I used to like this, but I can't remember who it is. Tell me, Shirley. Nelly Furtado. Furtado. So fun to say. Nelly Furtado. I'm like a bird. Oh, that was Furtado? That was also Nelly Furtado. Fly away. Coach Mac, Sean, the intern crew, Mully Man, going to join us in a few minutes to talk about his Packers beating the Cowboys and what a Sunday that was. And uh, hey, shout out to my Eagles fans out there fly eagles fly that was beautiful to watch last night beat down talk to chandler about that coming up later on in the show beat down uh coach mac let's get to more of your thought-provoking questions we got more questions uh two years for the next two years we have a 12-team playoff by contract what will happen in 2026 are we going to be happy with it or are we going to go straight on to 16 or whatever um, I feel like I asked you this last week, but now you're asking me. I don't remember you asking me that, but uh, that's it's not necessarily I, a deal breaker here. I, I feel like somehow the little guy's going to get screwed, however they form it. I I hope they just stick with what it is. But I got a feeling. I, I don't, would they go down, Coach? Would they go like to no. eight? No, no, no. You never, you never go back. You don't think it's so? It's just like the number of games that you play. You know, they said, "Well, this is too many games." Well, you know, what if everybody gives up a regular season game? No, that'll never happen. They're never going to give away inventory. Okay, well, here's television won't let them give away inventory. Well, here's what they'll do then: <clears throat> they'll go with the champions of the four conferences, and then they'll just do the next best eight and take away the whole group of five thing but stay with 12 yeah chandler in that case they'll just probably stick with it because at that point where they care about the little guy so you're sort of agreeing with clip mm-hmm. oh okay <laughs> that's not sticking with it that's changing yeah. it that's yeah. changing it do you, what is your answer to this do you have one no, I I think it's going to be really interesting. I I think it probably will stay at twelve, but I think you're right. I, I don't see any reason why uh, why they would give any spots away that yep. that could pay money. Plus, you know, what's to keep them from just going with the best twelve and saying, well, that's that's what basketball does. Although it's not quite what basketball does because of the because of the automatic qualifiers. Yeah, and I mean, those four teams that win the championship are going to be in that twelve anyway. So. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, four. Yeah, they probably will be. They probably will be. Although that you know, they, we saw I guess, we saw one that didn't like get unless it. Louisville beat Florida State this year. Yeah, would they still have been? They'd have been in the top twelve, right? Yes. Yeah, right yeah. on the edge. Yeah. yeah, they would have been. All right, 
they would have been. All right, uh, men's basketball. Last week, uh, over multiple days, the, out of the top ten, eight of them lost. Oh, that's great. Uh, what does that mean for college basketball? What do you think of college basketball since that happened? Is it status quo? Is it the same old, same old? Are you not surprised? Um, no. I mean, we, we talked about this following last Tuesday. Remember last Wednesday when Kent Wallington was on, we ran down the slate of games. There were five top ten teams playing, and we said two are definitely going to lose, probably three, and it ended up being three. I think yeah. UConn beat Xavier, Carolina beat State, those were the top 10 teams that won all the other ones tennessee um and a couple others uh, lost nebraska. houston when nebraska beat purdue the night before right so I, I, what is your question is this the way it's always been or yeah. is this i mean do we yeah and do we like it i feel is like it, 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 it hadn't no it hadn't been I, I feel like these are happening way more than when i was growing up watching college basketball yeah, I, I think so too, and uh, and I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. You know that uh, that there are more, there is more parity. May or may not be the right word, but uh, but I guess that's the word we'll use. But uh, I'd rather. I, it. I think that, I think it really means there are a bunch of good teams and no great teams. Sure, hundred percent. And I think I'd rather it be just completely wide open than one two dominant teams. You know, and I and I, I hate that uh, that basketball fans seem like uh, they react to a basketball loss kind of like they do to a football loss, and they're not the same. You know, no. you lose two in, in football, you're you're out of the playoffs, at least up to this point. That's probably not true going forward either, because of the twelve team playoff. But uh, basketball is such a different animal. And uh, I was listening to Jay Billis talk a little bit on a show earlier today, and he was talking about you know he's kind of gone back and looked at the preseason polls and and then in the middle of the season it looks like they're completely wrong and then by the end of the season it looks like they're completely right again mm-hmm. um, and he thinks that's that's some somewhat of a trend as people go through the 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 inevitable ups and downs of the season league play tough places to play injuries and that kind of thing but if teams get healthy then then they're there at the end and uh, and a lot of folks feel like uh, Connecticut is in that same situation where they could go back to back assuming they get everybody back healthy and they don't have anybody that's out for the year but they have people that have missed a lot of games at least one top 10 team will lose tonight i'm and and three of them are on the road so tennessee will beat florida at home but purdue is on upset watch i don't think indiana's that good but it's at indiana what about Oklahoma State tonight at home against number three Kansas? Yeah, um, that's a potential. Kansas lost on the road to UCF, and then number nine Baylor at Kansas State. Kansas State is a favorite in that game. So I mean, you basically just look to see who's who's at home night to night. There's, there's a lot to that. I think all eight of those that lost last week, I think they were all on the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Next question. <laughs> Next, right, back to the back to the Harbaugh thing. Two things. Uh, our, our guy Big Glenn uh, brought up an interesting thing. Do you think Harbaugh deserves to get what he's asking for in his contract? Where if he commits NCAA violations, they can't fire him. No, it seems crazy, doesn't it? Yes, 
But we do have a little precedent because Bill Self has that in his contract, but it was for violations committed prior to signing the contract. It's completely different. Uh, I said it was somewhat of a precedent, right? Yeah. Now, are you saying prior to his first contract with Kansas? No. Oh yeah, no the the most recent uh, the most recent extent. Oh, so self saying like yesterday I committed a violation, but I'm signing right. a new deal. That's right. Oh, well that's just being smart. <laughs> Which I guess is the same exact thing Harbaugh's doing. Well, Harbaugh's could happen in the future. Self's had to happen in the past. Oh, Harbaugh's saying I can sign this, and tomorrow I can commit an infraction. All right, a follow up on that: Is Michigan going to go on probation for what they did this year? The two things that they did: the recruiting violations first, and, and the Connor Stallion situation. My first answer is: Who cares? Probation means nothing; it doesn't matter. Uh, my second answer will be: Yeah, something will come of it. So yeah, they'll get a slap on the old wrist. All right. Kind of like questions. here, just you know, just to find if you say the bad word on radio. What are you looking at me for? What should happen? <laughs> what should happen for a guy that talks uh, for like three straight days about it? Like this is going to be an easy game, easy winner. I think you should suspend them. and they lose. Timeout. What should happen? To a that timeout. Part? A timeout. Yes. Timeout. I completely agree. Well, we're going to send him home on vacation? No. Now, I don't know who you're talking about, but he's a complete oh, no. idiot. Oh, no. He is he an can't, idiot. He can't be on the air. He <laughs> cannot be on the air. Well, I disagree with that because we have to have him on the air. Next segment, <laughs> when Mully's here. Coach Mack, enjoyed it, man. We'll uh, talk to you next week. We will be here again. Have Oh, great. I love seeing you. We'll uh, be back with you. Hour 2, Pirate Radio Live after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Have you heard? Greenville Auto World is under new ownership and is now part of the DriveHereNow.com network. DriveHereNow.com is run by local people who buy, service, detail, and sell everything directly to you. Greenville Auto World is now the fifth dealership to join DriveHereNow.com. Get car shopping today at DriveHereNow.com and choose a location near you. DriveHereNow.com, serving Eastern North Carolina for over 47 years and a proud supporter of the Pirates. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live on a Tuesday. Ahart, Delaney, Zach, all here. Shirley Rhodes. Teaching them the ways of the world. Shirley, what are you wearing on your chest? Oh, I'm glad you mentioned that. Hold on a second. I got this in the mail today. If you look at it very cl- I'm going to take it off for just a second. So She's going to take it off. Ahart, if you can uh, switch over to our camera. Okay. All right, so I don't know if you can see this, but that is actually me in an East Carolina football uniform. Mm-hmm. Breaking news, she's committed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I came out of the transfer portal. Um, and that was a picture that was taken during um, the uh, ladies' clinic yeah. this past summer. Yeah. And I received that in the mail, 
and uh, I hope she forgives me. I'm going to read her letter that she sent this to me. Um, it, she says, hey, Shirley, meant to mail this during football season. The ladies' clinic was definitely a highlight of it all. Appreciate listening to the fifth quarter while driving home from Greenville. Sincerely, Pirate Radio fan Donna King, class of 84. Wow. And so she made she got this pen made, and she actually wrote on the back of it, uh, 2023 Ladies Clinic, and it says, thank you for all you do for ECU football. Go Pirates. That is really So that nice. is really cool. And yeah. so I said I was going to wear it during the show today. Very cool. All right. I, that's one of one right there. That is that uh, is a very unique gift, and I appreciate it very much because, you know, yeah. I have pins of, like, you know, rock star bands from back in the day, you know, when you wore your jean jacket and you you had your band's, you know, pin. And you, I don't, but I do. I, okay, well, you know what I'm talking I about. I do, yes. And I did. I've never owned a jean jacket. I had a jean jacket. I don't jacket. like denim, period, to be honest with you. I owned a jean jacket and, like, the old school Michael Jackson beat it red zipper jacket. Molly's about to oh hey Molly jump off a cliff here. Sorry. Are you not? I mean, look, <laughs> that was something nice. Is that okay with you? No, I just thought we were getting ready to go to break after that hearty segment there. What's wrong with you today? No, no, it's cloudy. It's kind of dreary. Okay. I mean, who peed in your cornflakes today? I don't know. You know, I got accused of being happy last week, so or the week before. So I'll. <laughs> that is true. I guess I'll return God. to character. It's a little deeper. <laughs> Does that hurt your feelings when you say you're being nice? Well, I can't win for losing. <laughs> He's <laughs> back to being a sourpuss again. It's a comp. Like people like when you're upbeat. I'm upbeat. Actually, I don't think they do. I think they like it right how you are right now. Go pack, go, Molly. Go pack, go. How about that? Yeah. I don't know if they played that great or the Cowboys are just that bad. The Cowboys were really, really bad. It was strange to watch. The Packers looked freaking dominant. So the last touchdown, or maybe the second last, I lost track so many, but the the pass on the right side when the whole defense is on the left, and I did have uh, someone break down for me last night how brilliant that play call was and play design was, and I have to agree with that. But that was a terribly thrown ball off the back foot of Jordan Love that the receiver had to literally – come back and i thought he was going to drop it because you know what you don't work on is catching knuckleballs that are on your you know on the back side of your body that are coming in at about five miles an hour and you could tell the receiver was like oh this is different so he kind of puts the um you know little league football catch on it makes catch and and scores but there was not a defender no. in frame like, like a punt return yeah there was nobody around so i, I look yeah they play great jordan love since you know week 12 has been um i mean he's been almost historically good i mean two passes away the other night from a perfect perfect passer rating so um we'll see how it goes i mean obviously san fran's a tall test and you know it's almost like you go but if we get past them is there anybody else that really scares me I, you know i don't know uh but but san fran is legit look you won your super bowl no on what, Sunday. no it's you guys tried that when i walked in i i, I did not see it that way i I felt exactly like I said on the air last week that the nice thing is at least one of these teams is going to get past the first round for the first time in a long time. I did not. I expected it to be. I really expected the pack to probably maybe pull it out at the end. I mean, and Dallas had the law of large numbers working against them, and that they've won so many games at home. They've been so dominant. Though. Yeah, but they they all. I mean, and you know, people go fire Mike McCarthy fire. So, something's got to change, but I don't think it's anything on the field. I think it's in the in the owner suite is the only change that could be made that would make a significant difference. I mean, from the get go of that football game, 
it was the Packers' game to take. There was no part in that football game. Oh no, they, 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 yeah, they were just dominant from from start to finish. Yeah, they no, I mean, and, and really, I was even a little disappointed to see late. We, you know, we gave up a couple garbage touchdowns, and it was like, but, but part of me is like, come on, guys, let's let, you know, let's keep them, let's keep it where it is. But at the same time, there were guys that got in games that you know. Uh, that that wouldn't otherwise have played in the playoff game. They know, put so. in the Penn State quarterback, right? Well, uh, uh, McSorley? No. Um, who uh, that? That was kind of the ultimate insult to me. It, they, I'll have they, to look it up. They emptied the bench. It was. <laughs> I mean, you know. So uh, again, next week's a whole different deal. I do appreciate the uh, schedulers putting that game on Saturday night. Uh, the uh, the Packers Niners game that that'll be a that'll be a fun Saturday evening. Well, either way, Sean Clifford. That, yeah, Clifford. Yeah. So it was. Um, was it you last week, Molly? Somebody dropped a line and it went in my ear and kind of went out <laughs> the other, but I remembered it during the game that said one advantage the Packers have is LaFleur over McCarthy. Was that you or somebody no, else? I, no, I was unaware. But I do think somebody it's dropped that line and I, during the game, I'm like, huh, well, I should have paid more attention to And that. I had somebody say to me midweek, hey, man. Your pack plays really good in Dallas, and I was like, "Well, historically, I was like, oh, okay, you know." And then you know, it comes out and more. We have more playoff wins in Jerry World than the Cowboys do. Yeah, that's a great stat. So I mean, I, you know, I look. I, San Fran is a whole different beast, I, but I, you know, you can't help but think back. And every time I watch them play, and it's a big moment, you go that they are one key injury as is lots of teams but one key injury away from being in trouble and, and that would be at the quarterback spot um, it, I mean we saw a really good San Fran team last year they had that terrible injury when it mattered the most and it I mean it was just upset the, the entirety of the of the deal so we'll see San Fran by 20 the run, it's over the run's over it was great that's fine You're, what, what would you like to wager on that I don't know. I don't. I don't well, I mean, you 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 called the line, so you picked the wager. I'm not putting. I'm not doing a minus twenty, Molly. That would be stupid. I'm not doing that. Well, but you're the one that. I mean, you're so confident. Okay. Well, let me be confident. Okay. Well, I mean, there. I, I don't. All right. Think you know. De- I don't think not? you're demonstrating your confidence. You think them. the Packers are going to win, right? So you'll take Packers. I'll money definitely line. take twenty. I know you will. Will you take Packers money line? Because then we'll talk. I see. I should get a little. A little Why? Why? Why are you going to get anything? Now, now, notice I didn't say that the Packers were going to be. I said, hey, notice I didn't say I wanted to bet on it. I just said this. Why are you screaming? Because you here don't. Here he goes. Because here he I, goes. I feel like I can't get here he goes. through that skull who's of yours a, without screaming. Who's in a bad mood now? Me. Okay. Because you play your little tricks on me. Oh, I, I didn't say a word. You got your little bag of tricks. All right. While I'm under the bus, let me pull. Oh, here I go. Oh, man. What the hell is going on with you and your NFL picks? Your lock of the week. All right. This was was just one pick. Yeah. This was one pick. Yeah. Your pick of the week. All right. So don't say picks. All right. Well, how about let me in on the joke so I can join you? Because I don't know. I had for a week. I said that the Eagles, this was the lock of the week. Of the week. You know, they just lost five out of six. Six out of seven. I do. I do understand. So you that. thought they were going to turn it around? I see your. I, I, I thought they were just going to flip the switch. We talked about least, it yesterday. And, and flip the switch and at least get through this. Now, did I think they were going to go to the Super Bowl? Heck no. I did not realize how bad, not just on the field they've been, 
but off the field, it's a mess in it's that a mess. franchise. And I mean, and we saw that last night. Dallas Goddard on, uh, Goddard on the sideline, getting into it with Jalen Hurts. I mean, it's obvious. Not only is the the play poor, but what's going on in that building in Philadelphia? I'm going to tell you right. Good. If any team wants to win the Super Bowl, almost guaranteed next year that could afford a coaching change. Bring Belichick in there for two years because that stuff will not happen with him there. And they don't need a whole lot more. They just need a little better organization. And whatever. Wh- well, are you, could you say the same about Dallas? No. No. I just I, I don't I don't think Dak's that guy. It's I, I, I'm, I'm with you there. He's had enough of a sample size now to say he just can't do it. He just can't it do it. Yeah, it just. And, he, and if you think about his passes the other night, like his throws were were awful. They Way were b- behind guys. They they were, it was like he was so nervous he he just couldn't couldn't get it out. But I know I think yeah they 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 can uh, Sirianni. I think Belichick is a natural fit. Two year deal, maybe three. It, that fits exactly what he's all about, right? Like hey, let's go win. We got guys. He manages the the, the organization like a CEO, runs a tight ship. Philly wins two out of the next three. Well, Bella, one of Belichick's guys is uh, calling that defense. They got torched by Baker Mayfield last night. Oh, Matt Patricia. Yeah. I, Matt Patricia's gone from a head coach to an offensive line coach who was calling offensive plays, I believe, to now calling defensive plays. He's versatile. <laughs> he's versatile yeah. and awful. He Maybe he should take over the Charlotte Hornets. Maybe he should try another sport. Good gracious. Um, That'd be a good fit there. If Nick Sirianni's out in Philadelphia, what a roller coaster of a ride his career has been in Philadelphia. It started with that. They brought it up a lot last night after the game, the press conference where he was talking about the systems and processes, processes, stuttering over his words. I mean, we don't usually say this, but he lost that press conference that day. Then they end up, you know, going to the Super Bowl, being competitive, making the playoffs, and now they're talking about canning the guy. So. Just what a well, strange, you know. It's like that previous coach, Doug Peterson, who won a Super Bowl and then got S canned right after that. Well, Jalen Hurts was certainly not uh, flying the flag for him last night in in great support. And I mean, oh, was, uh, what he said? It, it's a, it's there's a whole interview out there that's, but you, you just kind of have to take my word for it. You know what? Clip that was a prime example of it wasn't what he said. It's what he didn't say, and kind of it was uh, very vanilla in support of of the coaching staff. Jamie says uh, Bill O'Brien, Josh McDaniels, Patricia. Besides Vrabel, they're all awful head coaches, and Vrabel just got fired. Yeah, I wonder if Belichick gets the entire band back together and goes somewhere, maybe Atlanta. That just seems like a weird place for him to go. That does not fit. Yeah, it does not fit. But but, but does Washington fit? I think there's too much work to be done for what Belichick would want to do. I mean, he's he's, he's, he's it's got to be a two or three year stop for him, right? I mean, and I think he, you know, I don't think anybody wants to win a Super Bowl worse than he does without Brady because Brady has won without him. Did you uh, hear? We played this earlier in the show. The guy bringing up East Carolina. I did. I slide. did. Yeah, from Atlanta. Uh, talking about Belichick. Let's hit that again. Um, should we be offended by this, Molly? Did the uh, Falcons just interview Slappy McGillicuddy? Because I thought they interviewed Bill Belichick. But if you listen to the fans of Atlanta, they think they're talking to the linebacker coach at East Carolina. Um, 
They're talking to a nine-time Super Bowl Nine-time. Now, I think he would have maybe been merited if, and this is going to sound terrible, but if he'd have said, do they think they're talking to the offensive coordinator from East Carolina? That, <laughs> that might have been, you know. <laughs> True. Uh, but but I, uh, yeah, that, I don't think that was completely completely fair. But you know what? How crazy is it that East Carolina is what he pulled right off the top of his head? And the fact that he said East Carolina, not Eastern Carolina. Yeah, or right. You know, so uh, they say there's no such thing as bad publicity. So you know. Jamie says he's flattered by the mention. Yeah, so, right. So when it comes to the NFL, that makes it at least two or three times the East Carolina. Who was the coach that uh, brought up East Carolina? Uh, a couple of Ryans have. Buddy and Rex have both mentioned East Carolina in that kind of vein. Yeah. Well, and I've, I showed, I had the picture earlier of uh, of Rex Ryan wearing the ECU shirt. He uh, mentioned them, and then Jeff Confer sent him a shirt. So he dissed ECU and got a free shirt. Well. You know, there should have been a lot of free shirts sent out last year. Then, <laughs> <laughs> did you get yours? No, I didn't. No. Mike Mullis joining us, Pirate Radio Studios. Uh, as much as I enjoyed <coughs> Baker and the Bucks just beating down the Eagles and uh, Mully's pack rolling the Cowboys, not a great weekend of football, bad games, and I don't like these matchups this week either. Which one do you dislike the most? Uh, probably. Well, do you feel the same way about the Bucks going to the Lions as you do the Packers going to the 49ers? Kind of, yeah. I think the Bucks will be more competitive. First off, let's face it like the, the Lions are a feel good story, right? It's cool to see them, but it's not fun to have them. Like, they play on Thanksgiving. That's when the Lions, that's when you expect to see the Lions play. Nah, it's these, these Lions are fun. I, they they are, but it's still weird. I don't, I don't know. It doesn't, that Lions Rams doesn't, game was awesome, though. It doesn't seem like a, Oh, it was weird. It's weird. And then it, the, my brain was like, what week of the NFL well, season and is then, this? And then you put the Texans in there. And then you put. Well, they Tampa. always play on Saturday afternoon. Have they ever not played a playoff game on Saturday afternoon? But then you put Tampa in there. I'm just saying teams that it doesn't really feel like they historically you expect to see in the Super Bowl or well, in the playoffs. I'm sorry. I, and that's kind of my point. Like these matchups, Texans, Ravens. I hope the Texans can give them a game. I don't know if they will. 49ers are going to destroy the Packers. Uh, you've got lines. You see, I'll just let that go, right? Okay, go ahead. You got who? Well, you clearly didn't. You got you Lions. Interrupted me. Lions, Bucks. Yeah. Okay. Lions, Bucks. Lions are a six and a half point favorite, and then you get the Chiefs, Bills. I, I, hopefully, these games are competitive, but on paper, that's kind of why I wanted the Eagles to win last night, just so we could get an Eagles Lions. I yeah. think that would have been better. Um, Do we finally not see a picture of Stephon Diggs looking at uh, looking at the Chiefs celebrate a win? Well, this one's uh, at Orchard Park, Molly. Only team that can beat them right now is Josh Allen. Yeah. I mean, I think they're that good right now. Yeah. I think they're playing that good right now. Probably followed closely by the Packers. <laughs> <laughs> Go Pack. I'm go. telling you that. What else can the Packers offense do right now? And again, the Cowboys defense was pure garbage. Uh, our good friend Malcolm Gray sent me a little meme today a thing, and it was uh, two trash cans floating down the road. And it was, it, it basically was speaking to the Cowboys and the Eagles on their way to Cabo. You know, who was going to get there first? Two, two trash cans that clearly expected to be playing this weekend. Somebody saw, I saw one where it was. Uh, 
I guess it's a football drill where you're like wrestling for a tire. You ever done that one before, uh, Ahart? Yes. Yeah. We do that uh, during mat drills in the winter. And it said Dak and Jalen Hurts fighting over the last tube uh, and to go tubing in Cabo no. or whatever. So that was pretty good. My yeah. favorite uh, was uh, Jerry Jones. And uh, they had the filter of uh, the, like the crying filter as he was talking to the media last night. And it legit looked like he, he was, was crying. crying. Well, I, I I mean I hate it for him, but I just don't think I just don't think he's going to see a Super Bowl, not unless he steps back. Robert says Jimmy Johnson said there are no East Carolinas in the NFL. Redbeard said Rob, Buddy Ryan said that quote. So who was it? Jimmy Johnson, Buddy Ryan, or both? Yeah. All right. I don't know. Let's take a break. You want to do another segment, Molly? Oh, I, yeah, that'd be great. I feel like this was a good one. That was awesome. I feel like it was kind of a roller coaster. We had some high moments, some low moments. I'll but Google it up during yelling. the break. We'll Thank you, Cheryl. Appreciate that. Uh, we'll take a break, come back, have more for you. Pirate Radio Live on a Tuesday. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? We'll keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right. I believe we got some clarification. Oh, no. I just closed out everything. That ever happened to you? you hit, all the time. You hit one button and it's all gone. Uh, the Who brought up East Carolina in a jokingly negative light? Uh, Buddy Ryan or Jimmy Johnson. It was actually Buddy Ryan when Jimmy Johnson was hired by the Cowboys. Uh, Jerry says uh, when Johnson was hired. Then Eagles coach Buddy Ryan said there's no East Carolinas in the NFL. So uh, you can't beat up on East Carolinas. So all Jimmy Johnson did was, you know, have some of the greatest teams of all time in the NFL. Um and boy, was he mad at halftime. Good question for Molly from Jamie. Who makes their MLB debut first? Will it be Carson Wisenhunt or Connor Norby? I, the sad part is I would have thought Connor would have already gotten a call. Uh, but, you know, I would. it would make sense from the eye test and the numbers that have been put up. You would say Connor... Uh, but I got you. Also, have to look at what's ahead of them, and you got to think that uh, that the Giants would love to have that left-headed arm up there, even if they bring him up as a situational kind of guy. He's you know been working hard on that third pitch, but kind of ease. I don't know if easier is the word, but like more spots for a pitcher yeah, to go up. Yeah, and, and and an organization that's not as good, right? You know, so it both sides create a good little question. less a little less blockage. All right, make a prediction. I, I lefty Carson. All right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Go. Dusty Baker going to be helping make that decision, as I saw that he joined their uh, front office. Who? Dust, Dusty Baker. Joined the Giants. The Giants. Ah, okay. Did not see that. 
Uh, I no, think that's probably a, a lot of a kind of a honorary type yeah. deal. I don't think he's going to be asked to do a whole lot. His opinion will be asked for, but I think he, you know, otherwise he's going to have a toothpick in his back and gloves and yeah. you know just kind of hanging out. Who is the Astros manager? Who is the Astros manager? They just. That's a great question. Joe Espada. Yep. Okay. Okay. No, nothing about Joe. Not familiar with him at all. Nope. Uh, Mully, what current MLB record will never be broken? Jamie is saying DiMaggio's hit streak record. Kyle Ripken's? I'm Kyle, saying Kyle, Kyle Ripken's Ripken. play. Yeah. It, well, and I don't think the hit streak, I don't think it's in any danger either because guys don't try to accumulate base hits anymore so uh i think like the strikeout record is going to be broken time and time again the home run record is always going to be in jeopardy the rbi record not that ted williams know. has the record but like last player to hit 400 that that you i, that I think that happen. i think that ship has sailed yeah i mean i you know it, it it that's just not the nature of the game i mean if you watch swings now what the marlins got hit last you know year? they're working so uphill it's 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 hard to um you know base hits are are boring yeah, the, just the way For, you know the way the game is. I love them. Yeah, uh, three fifty four was the leader last year. Yeah, I mean that's that's getting it done. Uh, good questions. Uh, Steve says career wins. <laughs> What's yeah. that like? Uh, I mean, Old man McGee's got. No, I mean, you, you, yeah, you may have. I'm gonna go like, uh, gosh, would Oral Hershiser be on that list or? I mean, it probably even predates him. Oh, yeah. yeah. A Cy Young, 5'11". Well, there you go. Walter Johnson, 4'17". So who even got close to that? So Maddox, 355, is number eight. Clemens is number nine. So you've got a, some somewhat, but they hadn't pitched in a while. Oh, uh, your, your complete game numbers, they'll never be touched. Yeah. You know, it's it's just a different deal, man. It's such a, such a specialization, you know, once you get to that level. He's uh, he says it's amazing how these baseball records are lasting so long. Football not the case. Basketball not the case. Just the the the, the athletic the the impact of the athlete on those other two sports. Uh, and, and I guess same could be said for baseball. Guys throwing that much harder, so fear of injury, whatever. And and then you've got the Aaron Judges of the world that kind of either hit it out of the park or don't. You know, I mean, they, they, that's kind of that's kind of where that where the game is. Um, and that's all impacted by the the size, strength, and speed of these guys. Do you think? Because uh, we all agreed the Ribkin streak uh, will not be broken. Is that guys being soft or smart, Molly? Well, I think it all started with the NBA as it relates to guys sitting, where they go, you know, load load control. And I'm that asking kind of you, is that soft no, or I, smart? I, I don't think it's got any bearing either. I don't think that decision is made by the players. Is my point. I think it's made by the money the payers the players paid. Therefore, the front office is saying, "Hey, we need to give him a day off every whatever." So, I think in preservation and protection of your investment is probably pretty smart. If the players making that decision, I, I think it's kind of soft. You get paid to go to work, but um, you know. But it's it's uh, yeah. You don't need to play a one sixty two. Play one fifty eight. What's the difference in four games? I don't know. Nothing. Four games over 160. I mean, come on. If you're going to say it, say well, they, they could they deserve 30 days off or whatever. But I, you know, I don't I don't think four is impactful. But I, uh, you know, you you know, you it's again the, these guys are just paid at such a level that they they're, they're going to get treated 
accordingly. Steve says no one touches Nolan Ryan's K record either. So see, I, that that's gonna be a that's gonna be a different one. I agree because yes, strikeouts are up, but nobody's throwing nobody's eight, going nine as innings. deep. I, yeah, I I can see that side of it. Yeah, yeah. I, but I, you know you there are a lot of strikeouts to be had in a big league game. I mean, <laughs> far more than that Nolan Ryan ever. Pat. So you'll see batters strikeout yeah, numbers yeah. continue to right. climb. I wonder what the most uh, strikeouts by a batter is. In a season? Like all the time. Oh, uh, Hall of Famer. Bunch of, a couple of Hall of Famers on this list. Reggie Jackson, most ever. That makes sense. And he was he was a modern era player back then. Right. You know what just I mean? Swinging just swinging out of his shoes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so just you know, hit it out of the park if you can. Now listen to these names, Mully. Uh, just great players, but all-time strikeout leaders. Reggie Jackson, Jim Tomei, who was kind of in that. Adam Dunn. Right. Everybody's Adam Dunn. These straight days. from the hills. Sammy Sosa. A-Rod's a little surprising because he started as an all-around hitter, I feel like. But he played for so long. And that's why this guy's on the list, Miguel Cabrera, who was just an awesome hitter, yep. but did play forever. forever. Uh, the big cat, Andres Galadaga. Used to like him a lot. Justin Upton. God, I feel like he didn't play long enough to be well, on this list. <laughs> a lot of swing and miss in that bat. Jose Canseco and Willie Stargell, who played forever, yeah. too, right? 21 Pop. years. Pops. Yeah, you look at some of these guys, Molly. Uh, Jackson, Tomei, A-Rod, Stargell, all played 21 years or 22 years. I tell you what, you take that, take a start nine out of there, you're going to have a bunch of solo home runs in those games. And here we, now this is the poster boy, number 11. Look at his years compared to everybody else. 13 years, Mark Reynolds. Mark Reynolds. Number 11 all time. And he's up here with these legends uh, and did not play near as many games. So... All right, a few baseball stats. Getting the baseball. Yeah, man, we're getting there. What we're a month out from uh, from kicking off over at Clark Leclerc. Do you know Brandon Golden at all? I do. Uh, we will have him on the show Thursday. Yeah. So former ECU uh, baseball strength coach, but the current players uh, have mentioned him. Yesterday, Gavin mentioned him on the Brian Bailey show. He's got a good thing going. Yeah, and I was like, man, you know what? I'll reach out and see what he's doing, and also talk about his. Uh, days at ecu so yeah he's a great guy he'll be he'll be great on the uh on the air with you but he's you guys going to talk about his sports performance stuff that he's got going it's, it's pretty cool he's he's a yeah he's an innovative guy and it's still impacting ecu players because uh some of the current guys work with him during yep. the offseason yep. so cool stuff all right uh anything else going on in the sports world molly i mean no i you know obviously all all, all my attention is on um is on the nfl playoffs right now it, you know what it does kind of stink i, I I'm just finally weaning myself from not having college football every day, or you know, having. So it's kind of it's kind of weird, but uh, looking forward to watching the USL this year. Is that USFL, USXL, UFL, United Football? I had every combination except for that one. But looking forward to seeing that. Obviously, you know, some local interest, and it should be should be fun. I will say, I had a little bit of sports depression Sunday at one o'clock because that game got moved to monday and it was the first sunday where you didn't just flip on red zone and and it was like uh well if you went over to nfl network they were showing the replays of last week's games and i was like this game looks really for me you know it's just but you know what clip it at least will hopefully um hopefully we'll not have the i I distinctly remember the depression you went through during uh, the onset of covid 
and I was like, man, I'm not sure we're going to get Clipper through this. I think uh, you know what brought me through it was the uh, good old Korean League. Yeah, that was I, I, man. I wish we could watch it now. I KBO. They came. I can't find it anywhere. But <laughs> Molly was a big KBO. I was. Guy. I got into it, and it was a lot of fun to watch. It that was where you you know base hits, and they were that was it was. I enjoy watching the KBO. Any interest in golf as it's starting to get cranked up a little bit? I tell you what, Chan, it, uh, it's so funny you say that. You know, they I used to love that Hawaii kick off the champions deal. Um you look at the leaderboard, man, and it's just not compelling. Yeah. I mean it's it's just not compelling. So I um I I I look forward to the Masters, but I am you know, that's gonna be the time where the the full field is back, you know, all the you talking about getting the band back together. That'll be when, you know, the the, the good folks at Augusta will give us a field worth getting vested in or invested in so uh no I, I really haven't had a ton of interest in it and i don't think i'm alone in that um so the uh waste management is february 8th i know people get into that that's always kind of cool but I, again i i just the, the waste management people get into because of one hole you know because of the rowdiness of the event in the one hole it, it's not you're you're there's got to be more spectacle associated with the pga now because again Quite frankly, they they just don't have the the market corner don't having the best players. So the Masters will have because past champions uh, play obviously. They, they so. can have whoever they want. So they have the if they want all the three the of, if they want the three of us to play, they can invite us. I mean that is their tournament. It is not a PGA event. It is right. it is their event, although it is a major. But they yeah they can have whomever they so please. All right. Well, Mully, I like to have you here. You're the guy I want here. Well, thank you. And Mully. I appreciate you hanging out. It means a lot. Good luck to your pack. Yeah. I hope they can. I no, you it, don't. Don't say you hope they can. I, nope. I do. I hope it's a good game. I want to watch okay, a good now, game. Okay, a good game. You, so you're just hoping they can stay with the Niners. Yeah. And no. if they win, great. I, I'm not like a Niners fan. I just think the Niners are going to win by a wide margin. Okay. We'll but, see. That's why we play them. But guess what, Molly? I've I'm I've missed some picks before. Who did you pick in the Cowboys game? The Dallas Cowboys by by the spread, which was seven uh, seven and a half. Yeah. Okay. So did you think it would be a one score game, or did you think it would be no? You thought it'd be twenty points, mm, roughly. Okay. I like the over too. And so what did you think? And you're so you're saying San Fran by twenty? Yes. Okay. So you should feel pretty so good. history repeats itself. We'll see. Okay. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. Thank you, Molly. Uh, more to go. Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. Back with you after Molly Cyrus. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. 
All right. Welcome back. When you walk through the doors of Villa Verde, you will experience the sights, sounds, and smells of authentic Dominican uh, flavors. Villa Verde is inviting you to come by and try some of their amazing empanadas, famous red snapper, grouper bites, seafood paella, Cuban sandwiches, and more. You can also relax with a fresh mojito or cold beer while enjoying one of their out-of-this-world desserts, like the rum pineapple cake. Villa Verde on 10th Street, a platform for good and a proud supporter of the Pirate Nation. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right. Great tune. I have not dove into the Nelly Furtado catalog, but I do know the hits. And they're really good. Yeah, she's uh, she's teaming up with Timberland and uh, Justin Timberlake. As a uh, matter of fact, you know she had a string of really good hits uh, featuring both of them, and uh, she is collaborating with them again. So uh, I guess we can expect some music from them in the not too distant future. All right, see if we can get her for next year's Pirate Radio party. That would Sweet. be cool. I'm gonna put in my. I was gonna say maybe we can DM her and see if we can get her on PRL next week. Yeah, all right, let's go for that. Remember when we did that thing where we tweeted celebrities, and what did we ask for a follow back or something? Yeah, just follow us back or 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 mention us or respond to us. Yeah, that was like a contest we had. Yeah, that has been a couple years ago. I forgot about that. That experiment failed miserably. We gave each other a like we didn't. It was so awkward. Yeah, and that's what made it very awkward. Yeah, loved it. Now, we did have one celebrity follow us, but we still to this day don't know why it happened. It's kind of one of those random things, though, like uh, Irvin Santana, MLB pitcher, follows everybody. Um, uh, Jose Batista follows everybody. Joey Batts, Sergeant Slaughter follows everybody. John Cena. John Cena? Okay. John Cena follows me. So, yeah. Hey, dude, slide into his DM. See if we can get him on PRL next week. Um, yeah, Melissa Joan uh, it was, Hart. It was Melissa Joan Hart. Clarissa, the, could you explain that, Clarissa? It, it was when it happened. Though there had to be a BYU connection because it happened on the week that we were playing B, at BYU. Oh, interesting. I did not put two and two together. So it had to be a connection there because I believe the next time we played BYU here, I remember seeing her pop up on our activity feed again. So it had to be something BYU related. Do you Does remember? she attend BYU, maybe? I don't know the connection there. I, I remember looking it up and not seeing it. There was Do you no, remember... Uh, the guy, the lead singer of Arrested <laughs> Development also followed us for a short time. I don't know if he still does or not. So, uh, <laughs> we're talking about uh, ECU played UT Arlington and something. And... I don't know if I said Lou Diamond Phillips went there or if somebody, uh, but anyway, like B Page started crapping on Lou Diamond Phillips, and Lou Diamond <laughs> Phillips went back at. Oh, him. I remember oh, this. Oh, I remember that. Yes, yes. I yes. completely forgot about that. We were we were a step away from like a Lou Diamond Phillips calling to the fifth quarter. <laughs> <laughs> All thanks to B Page. Oh, <laughs> openly beefing on the air in the fifth quarter um okay yeah oh he called me clever because i used his movies in like a um a diss ecu has a mix of young guns and renegades that show a lot of ambition like i used a lot of his movie <laughs> titles and uh but then he like got in a fight with b pace that was outstanding i completely funny guy that's what he that. said yeah. funny guy funny guy b pace got called a funny guy by lou diamond phillips we need more um 
we went over some famous north texas folks i guess meatloaf has passed on hasn't he yes yes R. He R. Has. Meatloaf. yes Let's go, with, let's go through what he said. So, Lou Diamond Field, I don't know what the B. I can't find the, the first one. But he said, uh, funny guy, B. Pay says, I can't believe you responded. You're all, all right with me. All right, so B. Pay is. Stand by, stand by. Lou Diamond Phillips, He man. thinks it's cool. He's <laughs> like, stand by. He's like, yeah. You're all right with me. And then what did Lou Diamond Phillips say? He said, strange way of showing it. Most people who want my attention don't disrespect me to get it. This is the <laughs> last response. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then B Pace is like, oh man, uh, Lou, Lou Time and Phillips uh, really, really got me there, man. Oh, 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 oh. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Oh, man. Stand hold by. Up. Stand by. Stand by. What a moment. That's hilarious. I had completely forgotten about that. Yeah. I need to uh, try to interact more with alums from schools we play. Uh, yes. In fact, I was listening to Pirate Radio, the Jim Rome show, and speaking of celebrity interactions, uh, he had Aaron Jones on his show today, and I thought about Oh, him. yeah. Oh, uh, yes. Your good, buddy, good buddy from Aaron Subdogs. Yeah. Good friend. Good friend. Yeah. We need yeah. to uh, just go all out at Stone Cold then before we play North Texas. He is their most famous alumni. We need to do what now? Go all out at uh, Stone Cold. Stone Cold is their. I mean, most, we could give most, it a shot. He's their most famous one. I, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. That's what I'm Glenn. saying. I that's think we saying. have a better shot at people of Lou Diamond Phillips. <laughs> like, uh, no disrespect, but um, he was name dropped in Say by the Bill. Great respect. Remember they went to that party with Johnny Dakota, and I want to say Lisa and Kelly were talking, and she was like, "I just met Lou Diamond Phillips." That must have been right around the time that, well, no. When did La Bamba come out? When did uh, that movie come out? Couldn't tell you, but Jamie dropped a La Bamba bomb in the chat. Yeah. I did. I, you know, I liked Lou Diamond Phillips in Young Guns, but I really liked him in La Bamba. Body was pretty good. Body was banging. Pretty good. All right. East Carolina is in another preseason baseball poll. This time, D1 Baseball, which according to the Malcolm Grays of the world and people that follow it, D1 Baseball. We need to get Aaron Fit on uh, before the start of this season. We'll talk to him. Uh, but D1 Baseball has East Carolina at number 11, just outside the top 10. A lot of uh, in-state schools there with Duke, NC State, and North Carolina in the rear. And then yeah, Virginia, Virginia. 12 through 15 is... is Our uh, border, yeah. Yeah. Wake is number one yeah and again like just a few years ago they were not um you know that relevant i don't believe in college baseball and now number one last year number one this year they were homer happy last year they were yeah they, they slapping out of the park yeah they were they led were, the nation and in home runs. dominant pitching as well they had mm-hmm. it all uh but did not win it all well uh, i just find it interesting that some of your familiar powerhouses are right there in the top you know uh top 15 i guess you could say you know your your floridas your arkansas your tcus your lsus but you know throw in a few acc schools now you got east carolina in the mix i mean it it is going to be interesting to see how these seasons play out uh, we, are, we have not been top 10 in a poll yet though we we've just been poking yeah, around we, yeah we've edges. been sitting right I'm, on the edge i'm okay yeah. with that i'm fine with that i would rather not be yeah. I think the higher you rank, the more is expected of you and the harder you have to play. Yeah, that Because you have get, a day yeah. one target. 
not that we don't already set the bar high no, we. I mean, you know it, what I mean. I, the vision and and rat poison and all that is not yeah, an issue. Yeah, it's not. We got to talk to the wink as well, Chandler. Yep, because they're ranked eighth in the coaches' uh, preseason poll that the conference released. You make that sound way Man, I was than about to say what? No, I I wasn't trying to make it sound better. I it's they're a fact. Eighth, yeah. It's not a top twenty-five. It's the coaches' poll that was released by the conference. They're and they eight have a, out of ten. Yes. Mm. That that I wasn't trying to make it sound better than it was. They're ranked eighth. Yeah, out of ten. Out of ten. Out of ten. And uh, coaches yeah. poll by the conference, not we top twenty-five. Top ten. I didn't say. We are top ten. We are top ten. In the conference, but there's only ten teams. <laughs> Jeez. Who's ranked eighth out of ten? Us. Right here. <laughs> the pirates uh any other ecu news and notes got pirate hoops coming up when do the women's play they play tomorrow as well at 11 a.m it is the second uh education Education? day man um so they tip off at 11 o'clock against uh oh rice rice i'm calling it a must win game no it there's no question they have to get back on the winning side of things not after the way they played at tulane must win against rice 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 has won three of the last four games uh on their schedule so they're coming in pretty hot too so uh we need to get back on the winning side of things that's for sure starting to pile up yes and that's that's the hard part and you've got you've got young players that are basically trying to learn on the fly here sure uh and you know, had that some important you, pieces of last year's tournament team. Go down. Yeah, there's some serious growing things we're going to be going through. I just hope that by the end of the season, when we head into tournament play, that you know they're going to be seasoned enough sure. to where we can make a run like we did last year. But again, there there's a lot of season left, and there's a lot of time between now and then. Anything can happen. Uh, East Carolina football just announced uh, that it's official. Uh, signee Andrew Wilson Lamp. I love Lamp coming over from I love Lamp. West Virginia. I, I love Lamp to play cornerback here at East Carolina. Man, we're going to have a bunch of three from? named uh, DBs. I love Lamp was. Don't say it, Chandler. Do you know what Glenn? I'm trying I know to remember. It you know I know it it's is? familiar. Yeah. I just don't remember where it came from. What do you got? Anchorman. Yep. Oh. It's uh, Steve Carell, right? That's yes. right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. I was like, I know I've heard that phrase before. I just couldn't remember where I heard it. So from. we have IBM, and now we have. Can you do his name again? I love IB, Lamp. IBM and AWL. That all, sounds like a wrestling league or something. Glenn, what is up with this uh, as his header? What are those? <laughs> what is it? I can't see it. I look. Are those like the? Uh, they're black Nikes. Is that the... Uh, oh, that's Black Air Force One. Yeah. That's a statement. That's a statement of toughness. Like I'm gritty. If you've um, got a, like a true beat pair of Air Force Ones, you're gritty, dude. That's you're tough. From, Is that the kind of guy we want? Yes. Yeah, okay. I right. would that's say what so. I, That's a sign of a dog to me. Dog. <laughs> I went back... Speaking of dogs... Dog. I went back um, and listened to the, uh, the year that the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Jason Kelsey, who uh, reportedly is announced his retirement, 
Um, told his teammates, I believe. Yeah, told his teammates retire. that he's going to retire because he's going to be a free agent in March anyway. He only had a one-year contract, so uh, I guess he had been thinking about retiring and decided he was going to do it uh, this year. But uh, it was up on Twitter this morning, and I was listening to his, um, I guess, his speech during the uh, Super Bowl celebration with the Philly fans, and he talked about how they had a, a line in their – um, I guess offensive room or whatever that said hungry dogs run faster and he was talking about how the Eagles fans and the team were underdogs that they had been underdogs all year that year that Nick Foles couldn't you know wasn't going to cut it as a quarterback for Philadelphia and all this stuff and they ended up winning it but I you know as soon as you brought up dog that was the first thing I thought of was hungry dogs was he in his um well, they got the dog. Mardi Gras. Yes, he was out. in his Mardi Gras outfit. <laughs> it was Gras. a look. It was five and a half minutes of glorious speech. I enjoyed it. Um, but he that was, was the, the king thing of that, Philadelphia. Yeah, that day. yeah. He spent all his entire career in Philadelphia. I did not realize that. Well, but, there's a new king in town. Yeah, his name's Baker Mayfield. Oh, he my just Lord. kicked the Eagles' ass last night, mm. and it was mm-hmm. awesome. Great playoffs. This has been the best playoffs ever <laughs> for you. Yeah. For the haters, that has been this a has wonderful. Been a, yeah, haterific. Oh, yeah. It's been a, they, they called it Wild Card Weekend. It was Hater Weekend. The oh, haterade has been flowing quite yes. freely hate, hate, during hate, the hate, Wild Card yeah. Weekend. Let's take a break. break. We'll come back. Bryce Williams joins us. Hour three and more on PRL. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Are you ready and pre-approved if the home you want to purchase comes for sale today? Integrity Home Mortgage offers a wide variety of programs ranging from conventional government and portfolio loans. The Integrity Home Mortgage team of Talbot Green, Braxton Green, and Joanne Weir offers over 50 years of experience and is committed to providing you with the superior customer service you deserve. Call them today at 252-714-2076. Integrity Home Mortgage, Pirates Supporting Pirates. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, could somebody run the Roku remote in here? Because we have a basketball game going on. Florida and Tennessee tipping it off. Odd start time on ESPN2. Thank you, sir. And uh, we'll check that one out, this final hour of Pirate Radio Live. Looking at the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dub Buck. Dub Buck. Number two, Purdue on the road at Indiana tonight, 7 o'clock on Peacock. If you still have that from over the weekend, if you watched NFL action, uh, you can watch that one coming up tonight. Uh, TCU and Cincinnati go at it. Seven o'clock on ESPN Plus. Baylor K State also on the Plus CBS Sports Network has St. Louis at number twenty-one. Dayton number three. Kansas is at Oklahoma State tonight at nine o'clock. Uh, Big Ten Network nine o'clock. Wisconsin at Penn State. Iowa State at BYU, 
is at nine o'clock and ten thirty. Utah State, New Mexico. A lot of top twenty-five action tonight in college basketball as we kind of move on from uh, a busy Super Wild Card weekend. This might be a non-sports night for me, John. This might be a find a show night. Yeah, I feel that, and I feel like you deserve that because I feel Thank like you. I, I feel like there was a lot of football to be watched and go for it why not uh when was the last time you had one of those nights one day last week yeah it's usually a midweek type tuesday situation tuesday's a good night for it find a show catch up on a show although i did i couldn't uh i couldn't hold off i did watch the first episode of the new true detective sunday after football so i uh i was up late watching that it was pretty good uh by the way we have another signing from ecu football another cb has been signed this time is gavin gibson gavin gibson a cornerback coming to east carolina east carolina what i'd like to do maybe one of these tuesdays with bryce because i was keeping up with the portal list of deletions to the program and then you had i was uh sick and out of commission and then we had the holidays and i and we didn't have work so i kind of got lost in it so i really need to look over who will be on this roster in 2024 but i'd like to do maybe next week john a projected ecu starting lineup for football i like it 2024 okay um if you would like to assist me in that you can if not that's fine i know you're a busy guy you got a lot going on no we can we can do that all right and speaking Feel of a, some time. a busy guy with a lot going on bryce come on, williams come on in the house gonna roll in here stuck in traffic on a uh a busy tuesday an ugly tuesday in eastern north carolina weather wise go ahead and crank it up but we can uh we can go and crank up the intro shirley because bryce williams One, two, three, is here four. i saw the light i was baptized by the fire in your touch and the flame in your eyes i'm born to love again i'm a brand new man <laughs> all right big bryce what's up hey hey finally here apologies for the delay did you see the uh eagles fan throwing popcorn on his head coach last night i actually did just see that um that's uh i don't think any of it hit him no i don't think no, he got it to him. but uh yeah you gotta kind of wonder i mean what your life is on, when man. you're doing stuff like that yeah man, you must be pretty low i get up drunk i'll throw out some yeah. angry stuff on social media yeah i'll flip a hat across the room but you know i'm not gonna throw popcorn at another person no. what do you think about people t- punching their tvs I think that is all for like social media clout or something. Yeah, it's they, all they like say, fake. "Hey, let's take a uh, old TV, yeah. re- rewind the game, and I'll punch it and get a bunch <laughs> of likes on it." Because there's many times I've been furious to want to with wall or whatever it may be, and I'll have something in my hand and want to do, it, and then obviously realization of I don't want to buy another one of these. That bad call so, in the high school basketball game. Yes, I probably should have just broken the door or whatnot, <laughs> but. Um, all of this stuff you see now like the reactions to a play and then people put them on social media all that's fake yeah like the plays already happened they rewind it on yeah. their tv and then do it over yeah reacting to maybe hitting a bet 
you yeah. know, I, I follow a lot of a gambling. Some accounts. of it's genuine, but like I, I feel like eighty percent of it is all. And you can kind of, a lot of times you can tell yeah. when it's staged. Yeah. Well, couldn't you believe these days? You know. I know, man. Nothing really. Oh, I, like nothing. Really? Yeah. And then I saw a headline about AI and how the uh, older generation is going to get scammed uh, with all this AI stuff, and it's scary. Yeah. We live in a Can't scary we all world. Just be human. Can't we all just be human? Can we coexist with the robots, Bryce? How do you feel about that? I'm not for that. <laughs> uh, no thanks. I want not. Mm. I mean, if I sat here and pondered a little bit, maybe there would be some beneficial things. I mean, of course there are. But uh majority, I would have to go. It's kind of like anything. It's like the NIL, like in its infancy and in its, yeah. you know, overarching what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing. If I want to go to UBE and get a number 80 ECU jersey in 2014. Right. Yeah. Bryce Williams could get like you know five bucks from that purchase i think that's fair that's definitely fair if bryce wants to uh go to a place and sign autographs this weekend you get a Mm -hmm. get a cut out of that that's what i'm saying i'm all all that is like that makes sense oh for sure but then just like anything it gets taken advantage of Mm -hmm. most definitely i'm all for you know paying these guys while they're at the university like actually being productive for the team, the sport, um, the university, making the name for themselves. I'm all for them getting um, you know money from that. Um, my issue is paying them before they have even done anything. Yeah, like that just blows my mind. Because um, I've seen several guys, know several guys, you know, who get scholarships and never even touch the field. Like that, here they got this wonderful opportunity and never even touch the field. So now you're even giving them scholarships and millions of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars. And they could flame out, and well, there you go. That was a waste. No reason to get better, you know. Can not for all cases, but um, I just feel like it's doesn't really give them any drive or motivation to really want to improve or anything. They're saying, ah, I got millions of dollars, and well, I'm here. I'll say, I'll say the millions of dollars thing is for the elite of the elite. Right, which is great. Um, and Most of those guys are on the field. If, yeah, once they're there. But, I mean, as a high school kid, okay, he's top of the class. Yippee. He hasn't played college ball yet and done anything. It just, I don't know, it's hard for me to understand. But once he's actually done something, by all means, pay the kid. But until he does something to prove himself, I just... Well, the only way it's going to stop is if these people that are doing the paying right. say, uh, yeah. this doesn't make any sense. Yeah, we wasted our money. But right now, you're trying to keep up with the Joneses, mm-hmm. and, and East Carolina's oh, yeah. trying to do the same and build yeah. uh, the from the NIL collective, uh, the Team Boneyard. I think there's another collective. We here at Pirate Radio do some things uh, to help out the guys. And, in fact, we've got some more uh, – t-shirts uh that will be available with some players coming yeah. up very soon that you nice. can uh look cool wearing those and help out the guys all at the same time any, uh, prototypes um not at the moment okay we should do a bryce williams we should do like a make good on a bryce williams shirt what would be on your shirt bryce mm. camouflage camouflage would probably you know i think that would be a good um selling point for a lot of the students here at ECU. Um, what it would say... You yeah. need a cool slim... Daggum. 
Daggone. Slim 80 <laughs> logo. I know. Dang. Because that's a great name. I know. I'm I'm banging on Big Dog to come up with something. Yeah, he can. Who came up with Slim 80? Uh, actually, Rio. Did. Rio Johnson? Rio Johnson? Rio Johnson did. Yep, sure did. Um, I guess I was slim. I think I was about 225 when I came in. And I guess I was like, you know, pretty much slim for a 6'6 guy. So he, and I was number 80, so he came up with it. And that's what my uh, freshman talent show was. I, I made a rap, and I wish oh. I had it. Oh, dear. But, uh, like, for the team, like, you know, you have yeah. to do certain things. So that was my thing. Um, I actually think it went well. It was well received. And the only reason I you think. You did better than Greg Olson, did you? No, I'm I think the reason it actually did well is because they played. I think the eight mile mm-hmm. soundtrack and it overpowered my rap lyrics. <laughs> so everybody was just enjoying the music. So okay. It worked out. It was actually good. Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> what did you, uh, what a weird time. Uh, what did you think about Rio Johnson as quarterback? Um, as a quarterback, I was the new guy. Um, he was only really the main guy for. One game, did, did one you, and a half. Did you see games. him having a future? Yeah, but like, how about the build up to the season? Um, so? I guess just coming in, he was already, I think, established as the starter. So I just was, like I said, didn't have many packs. I came in that fall camp, and it was, you know, Shane Rio bouncing back. So that was your first year, mm-hmm. year here, okay? Yeah, twenty twelve. So, um, so you didn't play a lot that year. Mm-hmm. Okay. What, what was your re- relationship like with Shane Carden that year? Uh, it was good because my brother Sean ended up was in the same classes with Jeremy, and then so Sean hang out with Jeremy, and then because op- Jeremy, Jake, and Shane were roommates, so it just opened up the door to that and whatnot. So it was good. I mean, just kind of flowed right into it. Because obviously y'all's connection got stronger as y'all's career went on. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. And then, what was it like when Shane became the starter, <laughs> and Rio kind of just yeah. disappeared, right? Yeah, I mean. From my, if I'm trying, that was a long time ago. Um, 10 year actually, 11 year, 11 year, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, uh, try 12 year. I mean, tw- almost 12 year. Yeah. Um, I think it was kind of just a fizzle out, yeah. But I remember, I think he ended up, I don't know if he really finished the season on the team. I can't, some people may have better recollection of it than I did, but um. I just remember kind of fading. Yeah. So are we looking at Cody Keith as like the backup to Shane Carden after he I was, got? I'm looking at the roster. Uh, now. Brad Warnick, I think. Brad Warnick. I was a big Warnick fan. He was the guy that could yeah. come in and play if uh, he needed a player yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah, the 2012 roster. My goodness. Uh, Carden, Warnick, Cody Keith. Yeah, they don't have Rio on the 2012 roster. Oh, wow. So I wow. guess they, someone edited it. He did fizzle out. <laughs> I thought. I mean, I thought so. 2012 roster. Yeah, he's not even listed on Jeez. it. Deep snapper. I thought it was like a long snapper. I thought they on the roster. I mean, you're it's talking to the guy right here. Deep snapper on the deep roster? snapper. Yeah. Oh. Well, what do you prefer, snapper. Chandler? Long snapper. Deep or long? <laughs> um, was deep or short? And then I probably would go short snaps are pretty. No, we're yeah, asking uh, what, what you terminology. Play, what, what, oh, long snapper. Be, you'd rather be a long snapper. Deep snapper sounds weird. Yeah, I thought so. That's what. Oh, yeah. I'm a former long oh. snapper. So Rio's on the 2011 roster. Oh, that's 2011. Yeah. Okay. 
with Shane, Brad, and Cody. Uh huh. In twenty twelve, I gotta say for um, the quarterback guru that was Lincoln Riley, this is not like on paper not a great list of quarterbacks because we maybe he knew and this is how good he is that shane carden would be a record breaker sometime deep down in his texan soul he saw another texan all right yeah but you got and cody keith was actually a bigger recruit than shane carden at the time Yeah. yeah so you got freshman cody keith you got sophomore Shane Carden. Do you uh, remember the recruitment of Shane Carden? No, I was going to say, who like nobody was really looking at. You've got junior Rio Johnson, who I guess they were thinking was going to be handed over the reins. And then you got Brad Warnick, who's basically a good college backup. Mm. So on paper, uh, certainly did not look great. Yeah. I remember it was, I guess, my senior year in high school coming to like an ECU camp. And Rio and Justin Jones was a, like I guess at the thing meandering around. Or I saw a game kind of that's kind of my recollection of Rio. I think he had dreads then. Just uh, just didn't work out. No, no. And I don't remember hearing from him after ECU. No, I don't. Yeah, from, from yeah, I don't think so. <clears throat> Let's see what uh, we got. Any Bryce Williams? What year is it? I want to see where your uh, your bio says. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Were you always number 80? Did, uh, did you get that from day one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. number 80 from day one. That was your choice? I, or they give it to you? I think they gave Look at that uh, hair, man. That is crazy. That's funny. Why are they using the old pic- the senior pictures? That's your senior picture? Oh, is this senior year? No, this was 2012. Oh, this is 15. Oh, but it's just throwing up your whole bio. Oh, I got you. See what you did in high school, Bryce. What did I do? Three-year letterman, North Davidson. Um, Picked up four letters in track, two in basketball. You were a standout hurdler. Yeah. People forget that. Earning all conference accolades. Mm -hmm. Two conference title advanced to states (coughs) in the 110-meter event. Established a school standard in the 300s. Two-year all-conference and all-county performer on the hardwood. (laughs) And all-tournament. They didn't say all-tournament. Fouled out of his final game. (laughs) Yep. Doesn't say that. Uh, I was about to say. Got a rebound. Thought he was fouled, but they called it on him. And to this day, still pissed off. Still pissed. A strong student in the classroom. Now, I noticed they didn't list your GPA. Hey, boy, 3.0 okay all right we'll take that and that's not honors classes uh <laughs> you were uh davidson county student athlete of the month uh for academic athletic achievement during the spring of 2011 it's pretty good yeah yep, yep. hold up cousin brooks williams was a three-year letterman at north carolina mm-hmm. who played in the nfl yep. with the saints bears and patriots mm-hmm. never knew that yeah Chandler, what do you, it's got two hobbies on his uh, person. What do you think they are? Hunting and fishing. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yep. And uh, simple. Still has that to this day. Yep. yep. All right. Good stuff, Bryce. Oh, yeah. Man, look at all that. And look at all these all typed all these accolades. Preseason, all AC, Phil Steele, and Athlon Sports. Who wrote all this? 
Uh, Tom McClellan or you Malcolm Gray. You know what's annoying? What? I need to edit this. Scroll down. Finished work at a, with a power clean lift at 335. They are wrong. They are, that was 352. Well, they're wrong. We need. I, we can talk to the people. We can talk to Malcolm. Hey, yeah. And I'm get that on, changed. Get me changed. Yep. Three eighty bench press. That sound right? Yeah, that's probably five forty five pound back squat. Mm. Yeah. Putting up the weights. Trying. What do you miss the most about those days, Bryce? I enjoyed lifting with that. You know, the weight room was fun. That was a good time. Um, what I miss most, problem. There's a lot of little things, you know. Obviously, practice was fun, you know. But sometimes you get a little tired. But like the uh, like team meals was fun, um, eating together with everybody. There's a video of me coming out. My, my buddy Blake Norwood had a sweet tea, and uh, we were big on ball security. Well, I actually just brought a the video. And he was holding his sweet tea, walking to the buses. <laughs> And Bo Huffman's recording, I go, Paul Security would smack it out of his hand. I, could, I probably could find it. But, uh, yeah, just those little things, locker yeah. room. So, Dan Campbell, did you see the Dan Campbell postgame speech in the locker room, Chandler? Or I did. To just now. Jared Goff. Uh, gave the game ball to Goff. Uh, and that, yeah. I saw that. Part. And uh, it was emotional. It was fun. It was it was really cool. I haven't seen that yet. What... Uh, what was your best like post game celebration in the locker room? Do you remember? Oh, gosh, because yeah, I mean you had some I mean, big wins. Had, I mean, I I could probably just name off, golly, the Carolina win, the state win, Virginia Tech wins. I mean, all of those were definitely exciting games. Two Beefo Brady Bowl wins. <laughs> the Beefo Brady Bowl. Yeah, did uh, did Ruff give out game balls? Did y'all do that? I do. I don't remember no. that. No. Not that I remember. But, yeah, those definitely those wins, you know, was a good time. I could really relive that. Virginia Tech was fun. Bus ride home was fun. Yeah. Any cigar celebrations? No, no cigar celebrations. That would have been nice, actually. I guess you – I need to – I should have prepped for that, man. Where was your spot to uh, hang out in Greenville after a big win? Did you just go to a – somebody's house or y'all go out we would go to the house and go out typically um we went to 519 a lot yeah yeah 519 4th street um was a spot that when they had bands that was fun 4th street 519 uh still life very rarely but a few times did you have uh oh oh, i mean public rumma public no one rumma public and then uh, Uptown was a big one when we were there. Okay. It was across some subs. Okay. Did you have uh, students, like, buying you drinks and stuff? Like, hey, great game. Uh, they, did you get recognized a lot? Yeah, a few times yeah. there was some drinks bought, which was fun, which was nice. Hey, aren't you telling Well, yeah. Let me buy you something. Well, okay. <laughs> well, if you're going to twist my arm, I reckon. What, what are you having, Slim Haiti? I'll take a Brewhoski. <laughs> Let's take a Brewha break. <laughs> a Brewha break. Uh, we will return with Bryce Williams. 11.04 left to go. First half, Tennessee up on Florida 16 to 11 on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dub Buck. Dub Buck. Talk a little uh, NFL playoffs. We'll go Pirate Radio Outdoors and have more when we return. Pirate Radio Live on a Tuesday. Back with you after this. So- 
Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. East Plumbing, Viva Electric, and Roland Black Heating and Cooling have teamed up to form New Blue Service Group, offering Eastern North Carolina the best in plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services. Same great local team, same great local service, just a new name. For plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services, go to callnewblue.com. That's callnublue.com. New Blue Service Group, where we are redefining service excellence. And the Buccaneer Music Hall has all the fun for your Sunday fun day covered. Every Sunday, you can kick off the day at the Buck with the largest 4K screen in Greenville, along with 18 TVs, so you don't miss any game. And they'll have mimosa specials, Bloody Mary menus, and pizza all day from Pizza Hut and a weekly jersey giveaway that starts at 5 o'clock. Score every Sunday at Buck. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. <laughs> back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Back, Clip. Bryce Williams, Sean, Shirley. Sean. Intern Delaney, intern Zach. Gavin. Slash Gavin. Are you just going to call him Gavin? I, I, Zach, I'm sorry. You're Gavin. <laughs> you are Gavin Inside now. Inside the studio, you're Gavin. <laughs> Uh, Bryce was upset I did not introduce him to the interns. I apologize for that. So let's get to know him. Uh, Delaney, tell us one fact about you we do not know. One one fact. Fun fact. Yeah, make it fun. What's something you would like people to know about you? Special talent. Zach, if you can come up with something, you can spit it out as well. Uh, My best fun fact is I have not missed an ECU home football game since 2008. Wow. Wow. Round of a little little golf clap there. Wait, so you were what, like five or something? Or four and a half when I first started. Jeez. Wow, man. That's impressive there, Gavin. Where are you from? Zach, just kidding. Uh, just outside Charlotte. Oh, so you Man, man. did a lot of travel. Just gets more impressive. Oh yeah. All right. Drive. So Goodness. you were Gracious. destined to be a pirate. Oh yeah, from the start. From the start. That's cool. And is it parents the parents went here or you just like DCU or what brought you here? Mom went here. Nice, cool deal. And you can see Zach uh, every home basketball game in the middle of the Minji's Maniacs making oh. loud in Minji's. There we go. And they've been awesome this year too. All right, uh, Delaney. I don't know if I could top that. Yeah, that's gonna be tough. Um, it doesn't have to be sports or EC yeah, related. It can be anything. Are you proud of any accomplishments you've had in your life thus far? Or? Yeah. Okay. I'll say I'm really good at water sports like wakeboarding oh dude, that's super cool yeah i'll say nice. that which one's your favorite um i used to competitive wakeboard oh, so that's probably my favorite out. i'd say that's my impressive that's a fun fact there is a fun fact uh delaney's mom's sorority sister here yeah. at ecu was my homeroom teacher in high school oh that is incredible how about that that's that is pretty neat. that's wild that's pretty neat i went water skiing one time as a kid and i tried to get up went down immediately into the water ah. and for some reason 
I just kept holding on to the rope. So I was being dragged under the water. I'm surprised you didn't drown. I know. And I was like, what do I do? I should probably let go of this thing right. and go to the top. So finally I did. I think that was my last water skiing experience. Ever? Yeah. Dang. I only kneeboarded and tube. I love kneeboarding. Because all my buddies had closed-toed wakeboarding boots, and I, already, I always had bigger feet, so I just would watch from afar. Mm. Yeah. Well, so what is wakeboarding? You're, it's like, I mean, you know snowboarding? Yeah. It's like that. Oh, so you're standing up? Yeah. Oh, okay. So you can do like flips and... I was getting there, yeah. I was, I mean, I was pretty good when I yeah. got it, and then I got it in a... Well, I was in a competition, and I fell and got a bad concussion, uh, so my parents were like, mm, no more. Mm. Where are you from? I'm from Lake Norman, so I'm from like... Oh, uh, okay. okay. Area, yeah. Oh, y'all are all... Y'all, did y'all know each other prior? Mm. It's a big area. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you've got wakeboarding and kneeboarding. I guess you're just on your knees. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, tubing, uh, I have the skills for that. You just sit there. in a tube, And right? grab and hold on yeah. tight. Yeah. So I think I could do that one. Yeah, it's fun and slightly scary. <laughs> yeah. It is scary, depending on who's driving the boat. Right. Have you ever been uh, parasailing? Is that what it's called? I want to do that really bad. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty neat. Y'all ever been in a hot air balloon? No. By the way, I've been sent two since last Tuesday when we talked about hot air balloons. I've been sent two hot air balloon disaster videos. I saw oh. one today that you retweeted, and it just about killed everybody at this festival. Yeah. If it's high winds, I think it can potentially collapse the. I thing, just, I, I just think it's uh, avoidable. Like Bryce, you said you've been in one. You said you enjoyed it. Yeah, it was neat. But was the juice really worth the squeeze on that? With everything that could have gone wrong. I didn't think about. You know, I'm, I'm, I just didn't really think about it. I wasn't aware. <laughs> Anna did not make me aware of the risk. So whose idea was it? Yours Anna. or it was Anna's? Anna. Yeah. Is she a hot air balloon enthusiast? <laughs> no, she just likes to do neat things. Okay. So she carries me on um, all sorts of fun adventures. What's a neat thing I should do? Have y'all done anything neat? Like zip lining. Like an activity? Skydiving? Uh, are y'all into Rocky that kind mountain of stuff? climbing? Yeah. Have you ever been whitewater rafting? Yes, okay. I have actually. Oh, well, you have? I, I went with my church youth group back in the day. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. Parasailing's fun. You could do that. That's in the air, right? It's in the air off a boat. Just make sure they're clipping you in. Because <laughs> you don't want to fall from goodness gracious. It's like... Whitewater rafting is um, a pretty good adrenaline rush. I'm, oh, a, yeah. I'm a raft guide in Charlotte, so... We got a guide over here. Well, daggone. You're all set. You, if you want to ski, you got Delaney. You want to raft, you got old Zach. Mm-hmm. And if you just want to go out fishing in the boat, you got Bryce. There you go. Chandler, what do you do? Just drink on the boat? Yeah. <laughs> That's my specialty. He's company. Have y'all ever zip lined? Yeah. That's a lot of fun. Zip lined's fun. That's just you're going from point A to point B? Yep. On a, yeah. In a harness. You go to a water park, the big water slides. You like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I fun. like those. I like those. Um, you know what I couldn't do? I couldn't roller skate. Oh, really? I couldn't either. So every party at the sports world, <laughs> I would just have to play video games while all my friends would roller skate. It was kind of embarrassing. Dang. I've been rollerblading forever. Is that still a thing? Do you kids uh, roller skate? do any rollerblading? Roller yeah. Skating? I worked at a summer camp where we went every summer, but 
I mean, how are you bad at that? Like, is it the coordination or? I don't know. I, again, it's I think it's of, the mental side of it, probably. Yeah. And I, I think I, I must give up easy. Like, I try something once, and if I don't do it, I'm like, well, well I'll try on something. On to the next. So, like, I tried it once. I probably fell. And I was like, yeah, I don't like, I like my feet to be sticky on the right. Wall. I don't like stuff rolling under mm-hmm. me. So I just yeah. gave up on it. Former ECU football running back uh, back in the 90s, Jairus McPhail, just opened up a skating rink in Clinton not too long ago. You trying to go? Where's Clinton? Let's go. Uh, about an hour south of Raleigh, 25 minutes from Fayetteville. Mm. Never been around them parts. Good hunting spots, Bo. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. Near about it. Oh, is that where you're from? Yep. You can go hunting with my brother. He's a big hunter. Well, guess what, Chan? John, you've known this for four years. <laughs> that and is now you bring it up. <laughs> that is true. But hey, better late than never. So you know what? Uh, you're going to need to have your people contact my people. Question. Uh, this is kind of going into Pirate Radio Outdoors. Why does deer? Why? Why is deer season over? Uh, just a season. It's kind of like just a season. Why? <laughs> Why? It's like a football um, Why? Okay. Mm. Because I ask you this because I've seen an incredible amount of dead deer on the side of the road in the last couple weeks. Um, I guess you could say because I mean I guess it's a population control thing. It comes in September, so September, October, November. I'm saying yeah. we need more population Why? control. I, unfortunately, I don't make those rules. I'd be all for if it went all the way in January. Price. I am not saying you make the rules. I'm asking you, why can't we extend this thing, and do you agree we should, or is it okay uh, the way it is? I'm going to say I don't know the numbers. Uh, you know what? I'm going to say I wish it would extend into January a little farther because typically you can get some better weather, um, as in like cold fronts, colder weather to get them on their feet, I think, a little more than what we get in our early fall. So I would be good to extend it, you know, I just feel like they're into they're everywhere on the roads right now. I saw one on Highway 11, like by Pitt Community. Yeah, like my wife called it. What is this city deer doing yeah. out here? Oh yeah. So like, I don't know. I I'd be for extending it. You yeah. know, would we? Yeah. What's the downside? The downside if we did extend. Yeah, it, yeah. Uh may because just think how many hunters are even in East North Carolina. I mean, you can shoot six deer. Most people, you know, depending on what it is, don't get to that point. And then maybe if you extend it, well, then they'll get more. And then maybe... They're scared they're going to, like, wipe out the population? Possibly. But then again, I just kind of contradicted myself because obviously you can only get six deer. So regardless, it's a limit. That is the number for a reason. So maybe just give more people opportunity to hunt and better weather. Yeah, uh, look, I, I'm ignorant to this, so I'm just asking questions. Yeah, that's what. We, yeah, I'd be cool with extending it. All right. And your number was two this year. Two. So what you uh, what you been doing now? Uh, really, just been prepping for um, trout season and you know duck season is uh, in till the end of this month, and so we've been skeet shooting some just sort of to get the bones loosened up and uh, prep. So I'll actually be headed down tonight for a duck hunt. So we'll fill you in Where are you going? next week. We're going to Cedar Island. Okay. So we'll see what happens. We got what's good is we got a northwest wind, steady ten to twelve mile an hour wind. It's getting cold. 
maybe slight chance of rain. So ducks typically like some nasty weather, but wind I think is a big factor as well. So hopefully we get the whole recipe for some good movement. Because I was talking to my buddy Hunter, who's a big duck hunter, and I said, well, if I say all the species come around that sort of sea duck area in that realm um, of where we'll be, we could technically get 18 birds a piece if, I mean, in an absolute perfect scenario from my understanding what he told me. So that would be awesome um, if it happens. But, you know, hopefully I hope I can shoot to go and we can get some in the bag and call it a day. Let's say you bring home some ducks. How are we How are we preparing them? What, what are you going to um, do? I guess it sort of depends what it may be. Sometimes divers, they say, can be fishy, but I think I've seen things where it all depends on maybe the color of their fat kind of will determine what they've been eating if it's like yellow or if it's whitish i think um i need to look back to see what that is but um maybe a sea duck or diver i should say i'd be um more inclined to probably do like duck poppers you know pretty much like deer poppers like jalapeno cream cheese and bacon if it's uh, a puddle duck i could eat that thing just butter in a pan all right you know so that's kind of where does duck rank on your uh what you uh, hunt food why like. I, I really like duck um i mean it's up there yeah. you know what's nice about duck you know shooting a deer is great um because it is a thrill but you know you get a lot of meat it's a little more of a process obviously you know for preparing eating it skinning it. ducks shoot you slice them slice them up and get their breasts i mean you can clean a whole duck and eat it like a chicken whole chicken um but you know you just Peel, you know, pluck the feathers, peel back the skin, cut the breast out, and bam, you're done. You toss the carcass away. It's there you go. Thing. And you can shoot more. Jamie said, this guy scored 25 points in the church league basketball game and can't roller skate. I scored 28 points, Jamie. Ooh, a, got him. Denied you that three. And I did it in just regular-ass basketball shoes. Mm. Not rolling around like some weirdo. Right. Are you a headband um, Armband, ball. <laughs> he is on watch along. <laughs> I am now in an ironic way, but back when I, oh man, y'all don't know who Carrie Kittles is. I'm surrounded by young folks. Yeah, uh, Carrie Kittles. Uh, he was really good at Villanova. Wore one sock up and one sock down. <laughs> so I went out of like my last year of uh, rec league, and we were about to have the opening tip off, and the ref said. You can't do that. You got to either have two high socks what? or two low socks. He said, wait a second. I don't know if he thought I was in a gang or making a political statement or what, but Jeez. I was like, what? What do you mean? You in a gang? What are you talking this? about? This kid's in a gang. So I had to roll my sock down, and it really just took me out of the whole game. Dang. Well, I'd like to, if anybody has pickup games around here, it's about live. I want to play some basketball. Well, we've been talking. We're going to do something. I Chandler and I, basketball. we're going to do a basketball event, and we'll have you be a part of it. I would love to. Because, we'll do the one-on-one. Because it was going to be one-on-one, but Shirley wants to do a shootout, so we'll do a shooting contest. So that works. Yeah. Yeah, that works for me. And hell, if we can get more it people comes. in it, we can do a whole bracket. We can do our bracket. Uh, I, I, mean, I got some buddies who would like to play basketball, so I, 
I'm playing, and it's good cardio, you know. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. More to go. Pirate Radio Live Tuesday. Back with you after this as uh, Tennessee has opened up a big lead over Florida. 17-point lead with three minutes left to go in the first half on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dub Buck. Dub Buck. Take a break. Come back. More to go after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar Medispa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultations available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit. Love your transformation. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live, on a Tuesday. Oh. What you got, Sean? We're sitting here watching Florida, Tennessee, and I am I was thinking that there was a guy on ECU, on Mike Schwartz's staff from last year that went to Tennessee. Well, look for another guy, Dave K. He should be on the oh, bench somewhere yeah, over yeah. there. Kasangana. Yeah, I just saw him on their uh, staff list as a GA. Our buddy from the, uh, we did a watch party with him, mm-hmm. a baseball watch party. Uh, Bryce just asked, would I rather be a basketball assistant coach or a football assistant coach? My first answer was basketball, but it's kind of it's tight on those benches, and you're not allowed. I like to stand up after a good play, yeah. Bryce, and they would uh, – Riff would always be telling me to sit down. I'd probably say something back to him yeah, and get exactly. a T, hurt the team. Uh, football, you can be more demonstrative. Mm-hmm. And uh, – whether you're on the sidelines or in the booth, I like the camera shots of the coaches in the booth sure. after a big play, mm-hmm. and they're all celebrating yep. in there. Yep, that angle right here. So, or uh, or them fun. getting mad like Tommy Reese that one time. Yeah, and know. just like banging the table yeah. and throwing papers and stuff. How about baseball? You just kind of sit there for three hours. Yeah, you can't do anything. Yeah, that would be... So football... Like a pitching coach, out. Austin Knight never leaves the dugout unless he has to go uh, you know, to the mound for a visit. So is football pretty much the best sport is that what I'm, <laughs> I'm being biased but uh, football rules coach I don't know it's just me because this thing which I don't know I'd like to know like assistant coaches do in basketball you know there's is there one I'm gonna take the point guards I'm gonna take the forwards I'm gonna take the centers is that do they break it down like that uh maybe I know some teams have a big man coach and things like that some teams have like a a defensive coach and an offensive coach but uh-huh. as far as when you're in the game like that I guess you're – I see the assistants talking to players more so than right. the head coaches, okay. like on the bench and stuff, because the head coach is watching the right. game. You got your assistants going over stuff. Oh, yeah, that's true. I wonder if they're like individual periods. My question is, is how can the five guys – because like being at East Carolina basketball games, ECU staff, Mike Schwartz staff – is it seems like a lot of people are talking. I mean, how do those guys even like listen to just three or four of them? Right. It's crazy. Hmm. 
as I think I see Dave uh, K. Uh, <laughs> a real brain teaser, bro. I know. I know. Uh, I Have know. you ever been on the headset during a game? No, no. Like I, I would be pretty fascinated to hear what's going on there. I would never. You know, I always thought it was cool, like when Shane or the quarterbacks like go to the cell the phone. It's like I wonder what they're talking about. Hey, can I? Can I talk? Rings for you. <laughs> well, neat clip. Can I talk to Link? Did uh, Did you ever get on the phone? Never on the phone. We, really? Riley, Coach Riley was on the sideline. Oh, yeah. So who was up there? DK. I think so. Yeah, I think he was. And um, what would he say to you? Oh wait, well. wait. That maybe wasn't on the side. Maybe it was on the sideline. Dang, I can't remember, man. It's been 10 years ago. <laughs> 10 years? You're an old man now, man. I know. Good. I'm, I, I am. I'll be 31 in a month. Man, that's crazy. God, I don't feel it. I know, man. You don't look it. Dang. Uh, you still want to wanna do some coaching one day, maybe? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I think maybe in my later years. Yeah. Um, I would like to coach. I mean, probably be like high school like i said I'm, i'd rather do that kind of the whole uh position coach kind of thing i don't think the head coach x's and those kind of things for me but i would definitely enjoy to um pass along what i've learned yeah to the younger fellas you know i, I like obviously the high school age group but um you know i'm, I'm open to you know options and stuff so who is your uh, all-time favorite coach going from Pee Wee to to Man, NFL. Question. Mm. Dang. Uh, mm. I mean, I learned a lot from a lot of them. I mean, Coach K was great. You know, that was obviously, um, you know, obviously Coach K taught you more than just the skill part of it. Um, and I think it was especially our inside receivers group was, you know, I think the mindset we had as individuals to want to get better. But Coach K taught us more things of, you know, how to, you know, being a player, like just doing the little things, you know, you know, Coach, he always said, you know, coaches don't, what do they say? Don't want players to do what you ask them to do as in just ask them to do like, right. Just if do, I tell you to do this, you're expected to do that and more. Right? Yeah, pretty much. Like, okay, if you just tell me, if you do do what I tell you to do during practice, but you don't really extend yourself out after practice to catch extra balls, extra extra yeah, balls, yeah. like just little things like that. Coach K, you know, taught you know taught you know taught us, um, you know, and obviously just you know, and you know, it goes by in a blink of an eye, you know. So you just want to do, you know, have your best mentality you know, each practice and each week and things like that. So Coach K definitely taught a lot of the, I guess you could say the, you know, life mindset things um, to us. That was cool. Um, and then approaching on into, you know, NFL, Coach Dayball, I mean, I learned. Oh, no. Brian Dayball? Yeah. Like, just as far as, like, being a receiver and tight end stuff, I mean, goodness, uh I talk ugly about him. He talks very ugly about him. Sure. uh, So I learned a lot of stuff (laughs) football-wise from him uh, when I was with the Patriots. Who's your least favorite coach? Probably the Panthers tight end coach. I wasn't too keen. What was his name? I really can't remember. He just wasn't. What year was it? Um, 2018. 2018. Just, my goodness, I don't know. Let's call this guy out. Can you give me his initials? I'll try to guess it. 
Uh, we are heading to break. When we return, we will reveal Bryce Williams' least favorite football coach. <laughs> Of course, he's with the Panthers. And uh, yeah. wrap it up on a Tuesday. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. It wasn't a good day for the stock market. The Dow, uh, the Dow rather, fell 231 points and finished at thir- uh, 37,361. NASDAQ is down 28 at 14,000. 944 and the S&P is down 17 at 4,765. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors stock market report for a personal look into investing. Call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors LLC member SIPC. Now back to the show. Hey, uh, Bryce wants Danny to come say hey to him. For goodness yeah. sake. For goodness What's sake, up, come in here and say hey to Bryce. What's there up, baby? Go. What's up? See hey, you, bud. How you hanging? Good. Good. Okay, good. Good deal. Yes, sir. How are you hanging? Good. Ready for the season good. to start already, right, man. I met your med coach. Oh, man. It's a not, tricky name. Cliff Godwin? No, no. Last week. Coach Palumbo. Coach Palumbo. Yeah, you were on with him. Yeah, that's right. You were on with him. You were on with him. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah okay. Yeah. Was, tricky yeah. name. On the, on the pulse of the, of the yeah. show. Right? Just yeah. call him Jeff. <laughs> uh, we got a couple of Pirate Baseball players joining us Wednesday on Pirate Radio Live. Jacob Jenkins Coward and Ryan McChrystal will be on the show. So looking forward to that. Way cooler than me. Way cooler. I'm Way glad cooler. you still got the mustache. Yeah, I'm keeping it, baby. Rub it in. Oh, yeah. I can't grow one yet. <laughs> I'm going to keep doing it. Don't worry. <laughs> Bryce, we'll see you next week. Thanks for having me. All right. Shirley, Zach, Delaney, Chon, crew. Big dog. Big dog. Uh, we'll see you Wednesday, 3 o'clock, all new edition of Pirate Radio Live. Jeff Charles, take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.